Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You wanted the best? You got the best. Often imitated, never duplicated. It's Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, the Curly Country Fifth Quarter Show, hosted by Joe All. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Curly Fifth Quarter. I'm Joe All, Tom Hughes alongside, and uh, boy, this the season rolling right along. In uh, week number seven, we're getting closer and closer to district, and Tom, getting to be an exciting time of the year. Oh, yeah, and, and a prime example of that is the game that just ended uh, in Richmond. Uh, came down to the wire, two touchdowns in the last 40 seconds of the game. About 20, so 25 seconds, I think. Yeah, and Richmond wins that one 26-20 to 20 over Holden. Great game. We'll talk about that. Plus, we got a very special feature tonight. If you remember, tonight was the Coaches' Cup game between Lexington and Carrollton, and we've got, we're going to hear from both Coach Gil Rector, the legendary head coach of the Lexington Minutemen, and Stan Key, the legendary head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. Going to hear that. Got some scores coming in. All that and more when the pigskin post or when the uh, curly fifth quarter show continues right after this. The Hamilton Bank has a clear vision for a strong future and a tradition of serving its community at Hamilton, Breckenridge, and Lathrop, featuring new services like the Brella to protect your debit card account and health savings account, along with the traditional services you have come to count on. The Hamilton Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you're a Missourian, we're for you. I'm Jason Gant, your Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance agent. And if you're in Carroll County, I've got you covered. Woodshed family is working hard for you. Hi, I'm Sharona with Woodshed. We supply all your building, appliance, and do-it-yourself needs. From rental equipment to paint or any home remodel or construction project, we have you covered. May the high school teams work with the same spirit throughout the season. Woodshed Lumber and Hardware Supply in Carrollton, Richmond, and Concordia. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your host, Joe All. Okay, Miles, thank you very much, folks. Thanks for tuning in tonight to the Curly Fifth Quarter, and we have a lot of some scores coming in. We'll have a lot of coaches calling us. I'm sure we'll be here till midnight or even after, where sometimes <clears throat> don't get out here at midnight, do we, Tom? Oh, no, that's for sure. And you start yawning about 11 o'clock, don't you? Well, yeah, about that. <clears throat> Well, you know, some very special traditions in high school football. We have some very special games. How about the Bell game every year between Marceline and Brookfield? That game's been going on for many, many years. Uh, it's, it's known all over the country as an outstanding football game between two big rivals. Silver Tiger game between the Tigers, Warrensburg and Sedalia Smith Cotton Tigers. That's always a big one. And one in this area is the Coaches' Cup game between Carrollton and Lexington every year. And it's in honor of 
two legendary head football coaches, Gil Rector, who coached over 30 years at Lexington, and Stan Key, who coached almost the same length of time at Carrollton, both of them in the Sports Hall of Fame, Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Both of them have the fields named after them in their respective towns. And if you remember back in the day when Coach Rector and Coach Key coached, Lexington and Carrollton often played the last game of the regular season. It was normally for a district championship, and normally the team that won that game went quite a ways into the playoffs, had some classic battles, always a very hard-hitting, tough contest year after year. And and then Coach Stan Key and Coach Gil Rector have gotten to be great friends, and that's what's really neat about the whole thing. But had a chance to catch up with both of those fellas, and we asked them both about the rivalry. And first of all, we asked Coach Gil Rector, what do you remember most about the rivalry against Stan Key and the Carrollton Trojans? Uh, the Carrollton and Lexington probably uh, for a decade or so controlled the district play. Uh, it either Lexington went on into the playoffs or Carrollton did, and it was like that. It became a very competitive uh, ball game. We played at the end of the year, and so it was just a climax of the regular season. We, uh, our kids really enjoyed playing each other. Uh, they had a good relationship. Uh, it, it was it is what sports was should be all about. You know, they respected one another, and we just had a, a great contest every year. Well, and that's Coach Gill, rector of the Lexington Minutemen. Now we'll switch the switch gears a little bit, and we'll ask Coach Stan Key the same time. Coach, what do you remember most about that rivalry against Coach Gill, rector and the Lexington Minutemen all those many years? You know, that rivalry wasn't between Gil Rector and Stan Key. It was uh, between Lexington Minutemen and Carrollton Trojans. And we both were blessed with tremendous uh, football staff that uh, uh, we tried to coach as hard as we could. And and uh, that's kind of how that rivalry uh, developed. You know, Coach Rector's staff, Tom Hayes and Tom Beck, Jim Thomas and Alan Meyer, coaches like that, and I had coaches like Ken Cornwell, Ernie Livingston, Bob Nolte, Dick Mellencamp, Jim Padley, Jeff Tibbenkamp. You know, we just had good coaches, and in turn, when you have that, like you have a chance to develop players. And uh, both schools were blessed with good players for a lot of years, and uh, that's kind of how that rivalry developed and then from the playoff system, you know, the way they changed throughout the course of time with the old fashioned point system, had about 10, 12, 14 schools in the district. Uh, they cut it to four and I believe 1988. And that was Carrollton, Lexington, Higginsville, and whoever the fourth school may be from Green Valley to Lawson to West Rand to St. Pius over the course of time. And uh, Lexington and Carrollton always played that 10th game of the year. And uh, every year, except for one, well, it came down to, to week 10 and many times for a conference championship and always uh, for the district championship. So that develops, you know, winning develops a, a rivalry. There's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of how that develops through, through respect for one another and programs. Okay, that's Coach Stan Key, also Gil Rector. And then the neat thing about that rivalry, when those two 
coaches and teams met. When Carrollton and Lexington met on the field, it was a fierce rivalry. You never knew what was going to happen. It was very hard-hitting, very competitive, often went right down to the final quarter, final plays of the game. And But here's the neat thing about that relationship. Coach Gil Rector and Coach Stan Key Fierce rivals on the field, but great friends. And the friendship has grown over the years since both guys have been retired. And here's what uh, Coach Rector had to say about his friendship with Coach Stan Key. Well, it, uh, it was quite a contest at that Well, I think probably that <laughs> it came from that uh, uh, competitive uh, type of football game we'd have every year. We... Uh, soon learn to, uh, well, I certainly did respect Carrollton and her pro- program. Uh, like Lexington, Carrollton had an outstanding uh, coaching staff, and uh, we were blessed with uh, guys that, uh, like Beck and Hayes and Thomas and Keenan and uh, Meyer, those guys that uh, were assistant coaches and stayed with us a long time, and that really meant something makes uh, head coaching a lot easier when you've got guys that uh, know what page you're on and, and really worked out well, as it did for Carrollton also. And so we learned to respect each other, and I think that uh, respect, you know, lead, leads to friendship, and that's the way it is today. We enjoy each other. We, we go to contests when we can, and like to, tonight uh, we'll be Washington Carrollton, the Lexington Dash down at Carrollton. That's Coach Gil talking about his friendship with Stan Key. And now, Coach Key, would talk about your friendship with the Coach Gil Well, you know, friendships are developed through respect. And uh, I have tremendous respect for Coach Rector. I always said the program that he was a head coach of there at Lexington was the barometer for all, uh, all coaches to to immunize, you know, we uh, <clears throat> we respected their program, their coaches, their players, and their school. And uh, guys said that we became great friends in life. There's definitely no doubt about that. Still are, and uh, always will be. You know, uh, I have uh, just developed a heck of a friendship with Gil and. Okay, that's Coach Stan Key and Coach Gil Rector. Folks, I hope you enjoyed that. Two of the best to ever coach the game here in the state of Missouri, no doubt about that. Again, and Tom Hughes, you know, both coaches in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, both Hall of Fame coaches in their respective sports. Both of them won numerous conference championships. I know the Men Men Five State Championships, the Carrollton Trojans advance deep into the playoffs many years. Uh, the field, Stan Key Field here in Carrollton, Gil Rector Field Stadium in Lexington, just two of the best and just really not just great coaches but great role models for other coaches and great role models for the kids that played for them too. Joe, when I first uh, uh, came to Lexington, which was back in 1985, both of these programs were in the middle of this run that you were talking about. And uh, every year you look forward to those two playing for the chance to, for the the conference championship, and also who's going to win the district. And it, it was always a great rivalry. And again, to see these two guys remember, remain good friends to this day, and it was football that, that brought them together. Well, very well said, Tom. And, you know, and so the teams play for the Coaches' Cup every year. Of course, that Carrollton-Lexington game uh, tonight was played tonight in Carrollton. Lexington had won that for the last 
quite a few years, I believe, but not tonight as the Carrollton Trojans, very impressive game at home as the Trojans jumped out to a 14 or a 12 to nothing lead early on. They beat Lexington 26 to 6. So congratulations to Coach Jason Maiden and the Carrollton Trojans. They win tonight. They win the Coach's Cup. So Coach Key gets to take that cup home this year but boy what a what a battle that is year after year and stan gill i appreciate both you guys taking time to talk with us tonight and very proud of both of you like say you have you set a high example for very many very many people both kids and adults and and it's just great to call both of you good friends hey let's take a time out back with more right after this on the curly fifth quarter you love Mulch's Country Mart. Now when you don't have time to shop in store, you'll love that Mulch's will shop for you. Just go to MyCountryMart.com or download the app. Start filling your Mulch's Country Mart virtual shopping cart. Select your pickup time. You can even pay online or when you pick up. Try Mulch's Country Mart online shopping today. How do you measure success? In points? In wins? trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in our community support, in being there when you need us most. We're your shield. We're your shelter. See Shelter Agent Tara Hilbrenner in Carrollton, proudly serving Carroll County. To win in sports, you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Jeff Adams, an Edward Jones financial advisor, and I can be your financial coach. Call 660-542-1629 today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, we well listen to the Curly Fifth Quarter and a lot of scores. We'll get those in just a minute, but uh, uh, first caller tonight is uh, head coach of the Smith Cotton Tigers, Coach Josh Gray. And, Coach, appreciate the call tonight. Smith Cotton falls to Capital City 42-29. to And, of course, Capital City, fairly new high school in Jeff City, but, boy, they're getting better and better all the time. And they're off. They're having a good season this year, and they beat Smith Cotton tonight 42-29. And, Coach Gray, appreciate the call. And, you know, you get beat tonight, but it looks like your offense must have had a pretty good night. 20 points on the board. That's a pretty good effort. Yeah, I thought, you know, we uh, got down early 14 to nothing, and we kind of battled back a little bit. Had some pretty decent uh, defensive stops before the uh, before the half. We went in the half, um, and uh, we went down, we went in the half down by five, uh, 20 to 15. So, um, you know, we, uh, you know, Capital City's a, a great football program and have really been, uh, uh, been doing a great job this year. And, um, they uh, they run that beer option pretty dang well, and um, you know I think we're getting there. We're getting where we need to be. It's, we just came up a little short tonight, um, and uh, you know getting beat forty two to twenty nine. Uh, but uh, that's a good football team. Well, and talk about your offense again. We talked about it a minute ago. You put twenty nine points on the board. You do that on the ground through the air, big plays. How'd that all come about? Yeah, we were pretty balanced, really. Uh, you know, uh, Mylon Hawkins, our running back, had a good night. Um, our quarterback Lane Simmons did a nice job uh, running the ball as well. Um, you know, I think we, we were pretty fairly balanced. We opened it up a little bit, and and Lane was able to uh, connect with. Uh, Connor Ladd a few times and uh, Derek Rubin and just really did a nice job of spreading the ball around 
Um, and, uh, you know, like we threw for around uh, 200, I think, passing, and rushed for um, buck 80, buck 70, somewhere in there. And, and you know, I think we did, did, did an all right job of, of uh, offensively doing the things that we kind of needed to do and, and finally see some things um, uh, coming for if you will. Well, you know, when you look at your last uh, your last three games, last four games, you put 27 points on the board against Jeff City, 26 against Hickman, and then tonight against Capital City, you put 29. So three of your last four games, you put over 25 points on the board. So looks like offensively you're getting it done, just kind of having trouble shutting teams down, it looks like. You know, I think our defense is playing. You know, offensively, you know, we're, we're finally kind of getting in the groove a little bit, and, and that's obviously great to see. And, you know, defensively, um, you know, a few big plays here and there, and, and and that, you know, that obviously kills the momentum that you may have. You're not getting off the ball or getting off the field on a couple third downs, um, you know, uh, obviously is, is you know, what we need to get a little bit better at. But, you know, the one thing I think about our defense is um, they're pretty relentless, and, and even if down to the wire, I mean, I – our guys uh, don't give up, and they've they've done a really nice job of of picking up what we're doing. It's just getting a few key stops, I think, is 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 what uh, uh, we got to get get a little bit better at, and, and and we'll get them there. Coach, any of your other kids you'd like to mention tonight that played well for the Tigers? You know, I think uh, our offensive line uh, did a good job tonight. Did did a great job in our uh, with some of our pass pro, and and obviously opened up some holes for. For Lane and for Milan both, um, they did a did a great job. So I think a shout out to our O line. Um, those, those big nasties down there sometimes don't get all the love, lot of love and do a lot of that work. So uh, you know that that was good to see them uh, continue to grow and and uh, uh, get some get some positive things going for them. Good to see you mention those offensive linemen, Coach. And they, they, they're, they're down in the trenches, and they do a good job week after week. And you got two regular season games left, one more conference game. You head to Jeff City, take on another Jeff City team, Elias, next week. That'll be a tough one. Then you wrap up the regular season in two weeks. Hogan Prep comes to your place, and you start district. Yes, sir. We, uh, yeah, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, the thing we've been telling our guys is one week at a time and, and make sure that, you know, when we come back, it's it's about taking those steps in the right direction and, and getting us, you know, prepared in the week for the game ahead and and make sure that we're getting better better each week. And you know, I think I think we've done that. Um, we're just coming up a little bit short here and there um, with, with some of the with you know, obviously where it matters, and that's the scoreboard. But uh, you know, we're getting there, and, and, and our guys, you know, we're we're fighting, and, and they're doing a great job, and couldn't be more proud of our our football team and, and the way we work and the way we uh, the way we handle ourselves uh, on the practice field, on the game field. Very proud of them. Josh, appreciate the call. And the first year as head coach at Smith-Cotton, looks like you got things heading in the right direction. And, hey, it's always good talking with you, following the Tigers. And, hey, give us a buzz next week after that trip to Elias. I know you guys play a very tough schedule and appreciate it. And keep on keeping on. And, again, appreciate the call tonight, Josh. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's our it. pleasure. That's Coach Josh Gray, the Gray of the Smith Cotton Tigers. You know, Tom, boy, you talk about Smith Cotton. I mean, they're you know, the wins are kind of hard to come by, but boy, you look at that conference. Gee, many Christmas you got Columbia Rock Bridge, you got the Jeff City Jays, Elias, Columbia Hickman, Capital City, Columbia Battle. 
it's just a dogfight every week in that yeah, conference, it, isn't it? It really is. And and if you don't come prepared to play, no matter who you play in that conference, it's not the outcome's not going to be great. Coach, appreciate the call. Let's take a quick timeout. Back with more on the fifth quarter right after this. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation. Because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. Errol County Trust Company, 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Is your family growing, or can you now afford that property you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to downsize. No matter what the reason, the Community Realty Team is ready to lend a hand. As part of the community, they've earned the name Community Realty. Give them a call. They're happy to discuss the business of selling or buying property. Community Realty of Richmond, proud to support the Richmond Spartans. There are more and more people working from home and students participating in virtual learning. So having a fast, reliable internet service has become a necessity. Green Hills Communications is a local company with highly trained technicians who are readily available when needed. If you're looking for a reliable internet service, then give Green Hills Communications a call. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Okay, let's take a look. We've got some scores coming in right now. Let's take a look, first of all, in the MRVC East. We've got all three games there. Again, it was the Coaches' Cup game tonight out at uh, Stan Key Field. It was the Carrollton Trojans knocking off the Lexington Minutemen tonight, 26-6. to So congratulations to Coach Jason Maiden and the Trojans. That's Coach Maiden's first, first win at the helm of the Trojans. So good great young man very good coach and i remember i had the pleasure watching jason punt for missouri valley for four years a very good college football player and i know also at Carrollton. so also good luck to coach chris brooks his squad is uh, the last two games for them but that's always a, a battle when the Minutemen and the trojans get together and like you say we talked about coach maiden coach chris brooks was a all-state football player at lexington played on the 1988 lexington Minutemen state championship team so you got two excellent athletes and very good coaches coaches there too but Carrollton wins it tonight 26 to 6 how about the Richmond Holden game Holden scores with about 20 seconds to go to go up 20 to 18 the Spartans come back they run the kickoff back and then with two seconds on the scoreboard clock they hook up with about a 48 yard touchdown pass and Richmond wins it like we say that two seconds to go the Spartans come back late and beat Holden 26 to 20 so very good game tonight at Richmond very exciting <coughs> heartthrob game there. Higginsville Huskers. It was homecoming at Higginsville, and the Huskers took care of business in, in style. They played another undefeated team tonight, Nob Noster, but it was all Higginsville tonight as the Huskers jump out early. They win at 76 to nothing. So Coach Steve Cook's bunch goes to 7-0 on the year, 3-0 in conference play. So they've got games left with Lexington and Carrollton. So the, the Huskers all alone, undefeated in first place in the MRBC East. In the MRBC West tonight, it was Kansas City Center. They're still unbeaten. They beat Odessa tonight, 62-14. to It was Harrisonville knocking off Clinton by the score of 35-7. to <clears throat> The other game, I don't have a final yet on Pleasant Hill at Warrensburg. Let me see if I've, I've got something here. Uh, Pleasant Hill is ahead in the last score we had. It was ahead in the third quarter. And then in non-conference play, Lincoln Prep, Knocks off Oak Grove 42-22. to That was a non-conference game. That game played tonight in Oak Grove. Down in the uh, Lewis and Clark Conference, had Fayette <clears throat> was ahead of Salisbury late in the fourth quarter. So Fayette
threat is ahead in that game. We don't have the final yet. Marceline wins tonight. They beat Scotland County 41-17. It was Harrisburg. Harrisburg remains unbeaten in the Lewis and Clark Conference play. Tonight, Harrisburg beats Westrand 28-18 and Russellville shuts out Paris in non-conference play. Russellville beats Paris 38-0. Up in the Midland Empire Conference, we'll move along there and see I'm trying to kind of run these scores as I go. See what we have there. We have St. Pius. St. Pius moves their record to 5-2. and two. They beat St. Joe Benton tonight by the score of 30-6. to six. So Pius knocks off Benton 30-6. to six. It was Savannah. Savannah remains unbeaten. They knock off Chillicothe tonight. On the road in Chillicothe, Savannah beats Chillicothe 21 to nothing. Uh, Cameron had a pretty convincing lead over St. Joe Lafayette, and it's Maryville. They will play Lutheran, Lutheran North against Maryville. That game will be played tomorrow. I believe that's tomorrow afternoon game. Up in the KCI Conference, congratulations to Coach Caleb Crawford. The Lawson Cardinals move their record to 5-2 and two on the year. Lawson tonight at home knocks off a much-improved North Platte team. Lawson wins it 45-12. It was West Platte slipping by Lathrop tonight 10-8. East Buchanan, the defending Class 1 state champions, they go on the road. They beat Plattsburgh 62-6. to East Bucks only loss on the year. They fell to Savannah in a close game early in the year. Of course, Savannah still undefeated a much bigger school. And tonight, Midby Cannon, they keep pace. They're a perfect 7-0. They beat Penny of Hamilton. Sounds like a good ball game, but Midbuck comes out on top 21-8. to We'll have more scores in just a minute. Let's take a timeout. Back with more right after this. Ray Carroll Fuels is your local fuel provider serving Ray, Carroll, Lafayette, and surrounding counties, specializing in bulk delivery of fuel and propane for your home, business, and farm. See how you can partner with them and learn more about their fuel stations for your needs. Ray Carroll is a proud supporter of student-athletes. What don't you want when car or truck shopping? Stress? Overbearing salespeople? Struggling with financing? Haggling over the price? Earn enough? There's none of that at Banner Colson Chevrolet because truthfully, they don't like it either. Family owned and operated, doing the best to make your car shopping an easy experience. Banner Colson Chevrolet, Highway 13, Higginsville. Travis Heeman, Whitetail Properties Real Estate, specializing in farmland, recreational land, and rural estates. Travis offers traditional real estate listings and auctions. Whitetail Properties averages selling a farm a day in Missouri alone. Call Travis Heeman to learn more, 816-529-7704. Congratulations to all the teams. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your hosts, Joe All. Well, we talked about this just a minute ago. A great game over at Richmond tonight. It was Richmond and Holden locking horns. And right now we've got the voice of the Richmond Spartans, Don Kennedy. I hope Don's calmed down just a little bit after that exciting call at the end of that game. And you talk about a game going right down to the wire. And as the former Yankee great Yogi Berra would say, it ain't over till it's over. And, Don, that was the case tonight with the Spartans and Holden. It was a great game, Joe. It was fun to call. Well, talk about it, and I mean, I'm sitting here watching it on mid-bid, and I see Holden score with about 20-some-odd seconds to go and think, wow, they pulled off a nice upset there, and, and boy, Richmond comes right back down with less than five seconds to go, don't they? Yep. Uh, I, I was telling Carter, who you know, runs the, the uh, media side of things, I said, this Williams kid has got an arm, so you got to protect that end zone, and sure enough, still got behind the defenders, and he lobbed it up, still came down with it, and fought off the two tackles and scored 46-yard touchdown. 
40-second end hole, and it driven. They drove like almost 80 yards, didn't they, with about, I don't know, four or five minutes left in the game to go down and take the lead? I think they started with the ball on their own seven, and they went wow. 93 yards. It was a great drive. I, th- I thought it was going to be good enough, but, you know, you, just like Patrick Mahomes, you can't give a, any, a good player good, uh, enough, too much time or they're going to score. Well, you talk about Donovan Williams. I know he threw that big touchdown pass to Steele to win the ball game. I thought the Moriarty, the quarterback for Holden, looked like he threw the ball well tonight, too. He did. He had a lot of incompletions, but uh, he was 13 for 28 for 212 yards, but a lot of balls were dropped. You know, it was cool. Uh, kids weren't quite used to that, I guess, because, you know, it's been warm up till tonight and ball in and out of their hands a lot. So, Well, who uh, who stood out for the Spartans tonight? I know you talked about Williams and Steele. They had that big connection to win the ball game. Who else played well? Uh, Aiden Iveson, uh, 23 carries for 83 yards. Not quite his normal over 100, but he had three touchdowns and then uh, at the end there had the big two-point conversion. So both teams had trouble with that tonight, Joe. Uh, Richmond tried to kick the extra point on the first touchdown and missed, and then they tried two-point conversions the rest of the night, and Iverson finally got the last one over when they really needed it. So. Okay, well, you broadcast the Spartans. I know you're having a lot of fun doing that, Donnie. And with the win, Coach Purcell's bunch moves to 6-1 and one on the year. Holden having a good year also. They're 4-3, and three, but Richmond's 2-1 and one in conference play. And I guess they've got a trip to Knob Noster next week. And then they'll play Lexington in Lexington the final week of the season. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you look down the road. You've got Lexington, or excuse me, you've got Higginsville and Richmond. They had that classic battle a few weeks ago at Higginsville scored. They put that drive together in the fourth quarter to win. Both those teams in the same district, along with Macon, who's also undefeated, and Trenton, who coming into tonight's play was also undefeated. So that's going to be a that's going to be a tough district, isn't it? That's going to be a heck of a district. Unfortunately, like last year, you won't see uh, two of the top teams get to play possibly play each other in the state championship. Like Done. What could have happened last year with Richmond and Higginsville? Well, I know you're probably still excited. Probably won't be able to sleep at all tonight, but and heart's probably still pounding a little bit quickly. But hey, relax and always enjoy chatting with you. I appreciate you calling us every Friday night. And and again, the Spartans are on the road at Knob next week, aren't they? They are. They are. Yeah. So you no, give it, give give us a call on the way back, and and we'll talk we'll talk again. But I appreciate you calling every week, and you're doing a good job on the broadcast. You sound good. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. Okay. See you, Donnie. That's Don Kennedy, the voice of the Richmond Spartans. Again, the Spartans, cardiac kids tonight. They score with less than five seconds to go and beat Holden after Holden had driven 90-plus yards to take the lead with under a minute to play, and the Spartans come back on that long pass to Eli Steele from Donovan Williams. They win it 26-20, to so congratulations to the Spartans. Let's take a look at some of the other scores. We ran some scores a few minutes ago. Uh, down in the uh, Grand River Conference, I'm trying to kind of plug, I'm going along here and trying to plug some of these scores up as we go along. Uh, in the Grand River tonight, uh, we've got a couple scores in. Milan knocks off South Harrison 49-20. to Princeton. Princeton gets, I believe that's their first win of the year. Princeton knocks off Polo tonight on the road as Princeton goes into Polo and comes away with a 13-6 win. And again, that's the first win of the year for the Princeton Tigers. In the Clarence Cannon tonight, Monroe City ranked number one in the state. They move to 7-0. They go into Brookfield. They win 58-22. Centralia. 
They moved to 6-1. and one. They beat Highland, another conference game, 42-6. to six. Clark County, they beat Palmyra 34 to nothing. And the Macon Tigers, they're still undefeated. They beat South Shelby on the road. Macon comes back and wins that one 40-26. to 26. So you've got Macon and Monroe City, both 7-0 and overall, both 5-0 and in Clarence Cannon Conference play. They will play next Friday night. So Macon and... Uh, Making in Monroe City, that's been a classic matchup for many years. They'll play next Friday night and probably will decide the Clarence Cannon Conference Championship. In the NCMC tonight, the Marshall Owls, they've won a couple games in a row. Uh, they knock off the Fulton Hornets 38-7 tonight. It was Hannibal beating Moberly 53-7, so Hannibal with the win. They're 5-2. They're 4-0 in conference play. Uh, wrap up at least a tie for the conference championship with that win. And the Owls, Marshall Owls, have won their last two. They're two and five with that win over Fulton tonight. And here's a wild one. Kirksville goes into Mexico, a one-point game. Kirksville wins it 43-42. A couple of good ball clubs there, but uh, Kirksville wins tonight the final 43-42 over Mexico. In the Tri-County Conference, it was Blair Oaks. Blair Oaks ranked. They're 7-0 right now. They're 5-0 in conference play. They go into Eldon. They win tonight 76-22. California knocks off for sales 28-14. And Hallsville beats Southern Boone 48-27. Osage had a, a couple of touchdown leads on lead on Booneville late in the game. We'll see if we can get a final here in just a minute. I'm trying to track these scores by myself, so I'm trying to talk and read scores and interview coaches at the same time, so I'll try to get those as best I can. Then real quickly in the West Central tonight, it was Adrian beating Crestridge 50-8. to uh, Good ball game. Lincoln goes into Cole Camp, hands the Bluebirds their first loss. So Lincoln beats Cole Camp in a good game, 38-34. to So right now in that conference, that West Central conference, you've got Cole Camp, Adrian, and Lincoln all with one loss in that conference. So that's still only two weeks left in the regular season, anybody's battle. So that's the scores we have right now. Again, Smith Cotton falls tonight to Capital City, 42-29. to Appreciate Coach Josh Gray calling. And we mentioned a minute ago, East Buchanan. East Bucks on a roll right now. East Buchanan, the defending Class 1 state champ from last year. They go on the road, beat Plattsburgh tonight, 62-6. to And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with the assistant coach at East Buchanan, Adam Lewis. Get you off to the start and keep you rolling. You know, we, got, we took the opening kickoff back to about the eight-yard line, something like that. Had a big return to start it off. Uh, from there, Trevor Klein punched it in. Or Aiden Hensley actually uh, ran that one in uh, for a touchdown. Um, and from there, you know, our defense played great. Um, we kind of spread the wealth around. Um, Trevor Klein had a 95-yard interception return, which was a really impressive play. Um, that may be our first defensive touchdown of the year, so that was, a, you know, that was nice for us to get that way, you know, score that way tonight. So... Hey, listen, you run a back, run one back that far, you've done the job. So, uh, Coach, uh, you, you named a couple of the guys who performed well for you tonight. You scored 62, so you must have had a bunch of kids uh, have a hand in the victory. Yeah, uh, you know, Trevor kind of had the trifecta tonight. He had a touchdown run, a touchdown pass, and then he had the uh, touchdown on an interception. We were trying to get him a, a touchdown reception. But uh, we came up a little little long on that one. Uh, but Mason Brown had a nice touchdown run in there. Uh, senior lineman uh, Zach Andrews had a touchdown run of a yard. Um, you know, so we, we kind of we did get to spread the wealth a little bit tonight. Okay, so uh, you've got Mid Buck next week. 
Uh, what do you know about Mid-Buck? I know conference, but uh, what do you know about them? Well, we know they're very well coached. You know, they are a good physical team. Um, you know, the, our players and their players know each other really well. You know, it's a heated rivalry game. It's got conference implications. It's got district implications. You know, if the winner of that one gets the number one seed in conference or in district, and so that's that's a big big time game for us. Okay, so saying that, what are you guys going to have to work on in practice this week to get ready for the showdown? You know, we're going to have to be really disciplined with what we're doing, doing things right, you know, trying to get the most out of those scout team kids who can, you know, give our kids a good look. You know, we've got a lot of kids on our roster, which helps because we can just go, you know, multiple kids at the same spot just to give our, our number ones a really good look. So... You know, everyone's going to have to do their part in some form this week. All right, so, Coach, we're going back to what you did tonight. Sounds like you you were uh, pretty consistent moving the ball both on the ground and in the air. Uh, is that one of the qualities that you guys have at East Buck? Yeah, you know, we, we've got big playability all over the place. You know, we can, we can score quick, but we can also, you know, manufacture some drives if we need to. We can go a 12-play drive where we throw six passes and run the ball six times, or we can have a one-play drive with a 70-yard touchdown run or pass. So, you know, that, that our offense is pretty diversified, so it's pretty nice. All righty, Coach, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, congratulations on the W tonight. Good luck next week. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, thank you very much, Coach Lewis. That's Adam Lewis, assistant coach for East Buchanan. Again, they win tonight. Uh, they moved to six and one on the year. They're five and zero in conference play. What a battle next week! It'll be East Buck against Mid Buck. Both teams undefeated in conference play. Both five and zero. It'll probably be a championship game in that conference. A couple weeks left, but the, you know, Lawson hanging tough. The Cardinals are four and one right now, so don't count them out by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, that should be that should be a good matchup. Mid Buck East Buck next week. Well, tonight the. Uh, we mentioned and talked about this just a few minutes ago. The Holden Eagles and the Richmond Spartans had a whale of a game up in Richmond. Richmond scores with less than five seconds to go to win it 26-20. to 20. And right now we've got Coach Dave Diener, head coach of Holden, on the line. Dave, I really appreciate you calling us tonight. Wow, what a, what a heartbreaking loss. Sounds like your guys played very well and get beat on a long pass under five seconds. Coach line on Watts one. Okay, well, I guess we lost Coach Diener. We had him on the line. Coach, appreciate the call. If you're listening, give us a buzz back. We had him on there just a minute ago. But we'd like to would like to talk to Coach Diener as they they fall tonight to Richmond, 26 to 20. Again, that game went right down to the wire. So we've got. Uh, we'll see if we can get him get him back if we can. Uh, Looking at a couple of other scores, Pleasant Hill was leading Warrensburg late in the game. Of course, Pleasant Hill is undefeated on the year, and they're really, really having a great year leading right now. They're boiling down. They're going to play Kansas City Center, and that will probably be for that for that conference championship. They'll be playing here. I'm not sure if it's next year or the week after. We'll check. And we see now Pleasant Hill won that game tonight. They knock off Warrensburg by a score of 43-21. So with that win, the Roosters, they moved a perfect 7-0 seven, seven and oh on the year. So really rolling along, and, and uh, that's, a, that's a great year 
great year for them so far. Uh, looking ahead, looking in the Lewis and Clark Conference, uh, we said Fayette was ahead of Salisbury. Fayette wins that game 48-28. to So with that win, Fayette moves their record to 5-2. and They're 4-1 in conference play. Harrisburg... Uh, the undefeated Harrisburg is is four and zero in conference play. So we'll we'll run the schedule for next week. Got a lot of big matchups coming up. Okay, I think I think we we've got Coach Dave Diener about on line one. I think Aaron and Co. Coach Diener. Yes. Co. Yeah. Hey, appreciate. I think we we got a bad connection a minute ago. But hey, I just saying, boy. What a tough loss as Richmond scores with less than five seconds to play to to come away with tonight with a big 26-20 to 20 win over your Holden Eagles. But I tell you, you got to be proud of your kids. They went on the road and sounds like they played a whale of a game. Oh, man, I'm, yes, I'm extremely proud. And, and, and you know, heart broke for them that they weren't able to get the reward that they deserve for that, how hard they played. Well, I thought I got to watch some of your game on midbid.com down the stretch, and boy, what a drive you put together in the last four or five minutes of the game. You drive over 90 yards to take a, a two-point lead. You take that lead 20-18, to 18 and boy, just almost a picture-perfect drive it looked like to me. Yeah, and it was it was kids making tough plays and tight windows. Uh, Aiden Murray, uh our quarterback, has absolutely played a, a great game, and uh, you know, he he fits the ball in tight windows. Uh, he gets the ball out on time, uh, anticipates where kids are going to be open, and, uh, you know, it makes it tough to defend. And, and uh, our kids were able to catch the ball tonight, and and then uh, we had a couple couple big plays after we catch it. We break a couple tackles and get our early scores. And, then, yeah, it was it was a methodical. We need get first down drives. And then Aiden had a couple of uh, just design quarterback runs also get first down. So, uh, you know, just uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm extremely proud of our kids. I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't have a chance to be in your locker room after the game, but I'm going to guess you had some guys were pretty down and pretty emotional and, and feeling kind of bad right now. But I bet they were holding their heads up high and had to feel good about the effort that they put out tonight. Yeah, and and that's and it's important to hurt. You know, if if, if it didn't hurt, then you know it's it's not not important to you. And. Uh, so we, we just are real, absolutely, kids, kids are disappointed, but, but in the grand scheme of our overall season, uh, you know, this was a big step forward in our program and put ourselves in a, in a, in a championship style of game, even though, even though it wasn't for the, our conversation, but it was, it was, it was that type of atmosphere, that's the pressure. And uh, our kids just really worked hard to, yeah. in that pressure and lived up to it. Uh, and it's just yeah, you know, it comes down to comes down to Richmond making a great throw yeah. under duress and and the kid and getting tackled at at the goal line and yeah. he's able to fall across. Yeah, yeah, the way over game. You mentioned Moriarty, your quarterback. Any of your other kids that stood out that you'd like to mention? Uh, our D line played played great. Uh, you know, it's it, that's really where we hang our hat on our defense. Uh, Aiden Aiden Christian had his most he's had a really good games, but he's had his most productive game uh, where, you know, he was making quite a few tackles and tackles, he tackles a lot. Mariko uh, continues to be a force up front for us. Uh, really well. Uh, and then uh, CJ Garrett on the offensive end making the catches that they did uh, along with uh, Lane Seamer coming through with big, big games. And uh, 
uh, our running back got, got dinged up a little bit early, and, uh, man, he got it things out. Uh, still was able to be be on the field and be productive for us uh, in that second half. Well, Coach, you got two regular season yeah, games. He had the two-point conversion great run at the end where he ad-libbed off of a uh, sweet pass that we had. Uh, and he was able to ad-lib and, and, and give us, give us that two-point to take the lead late. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be a halfback pass. He went to the right, then came all the way across the field and scored in the left corner of the end zone, didn't he? Yeah, uh, and that was – and, yeah, and, I mean, we knew Richard was going to be a man, but we were hoping with the pitch uh, that, that, you know, the corner would uh, lose eyes on our tight end, and he played it really well. And uh, so, yeah, so there, there was a throw was there uh, and for him to ad-lib and go make that. Morarity had a big big block on the edge there to, to get, him, get him that last little bit. Of angle to get to the get to the pylon. Well, I really appreciate you calling us after a very tough emotional loss, but a lot to be proud of tonight. You got two regular season games next left in the before you head into district. You play Carrollton next week and close out the regular season with Knob. I know you'll call us, David. You do it every week, and I, I really appreciate you calling us tonight on the way back from Richmond. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate appreciate your coverage, and, uh, and yeah, I know we're just happy happy to promote our guys. Thank you, thank you, David. We'll talk next week. Okay, well, in the Grand River, how about Gallatin? The Bulldogs moved their record. They're a perfect 7-0 tonight. They beat Putnam County, a good Putnam County team, 35-20. And right now we got Chris Holt, head coach of Gallatin, on the line. Chris, congratulations. Moved that record to 7-0. You beat a good team tonight, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, best team that we had seen this year, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, offensively, they've got some weapons. and um, They do a lot of stuff with, with timing, passing, and... Uh, um, we got a lot of work to do on the back end. Uh, we struggled tonight in the secondary. We didn't give up like big plays, but it was like slow death. You know, we gave up a couple of long drives for this course. Well, I know uh, Putnam County, a good defensive ball club. You put 35 points on the board, so you got to feel good about your offense. Talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, offensively tonight, we we actually most of our drives were, you know, a few plays, and then we did a big play for a touchdown. Um, we just didn't get as many possessions as we normally get um, uh, because uh, our defense was on the field so long. Um, it, you know, we would, you know, methodically they would go long, long. I mean, they had they had, they had probably three or four long drives. We bowed our neck um, in the first half uh, and didn't give up. Uh, they were in our red zone twice, and we held them out. Um, and then we gave up another long drive in the second half, and then right at the end of the game. Uh, we gave up a long drive. They converted a couple of fourth downs, but they scored with like 10 seconds left to get another touchdown. So um, we just didn't get as many offensive possessions as we've been getting. But we were very, very productive when we did have the football. So you got a, you got a lot of good things happening tonight, nice win, but you, I think you feel like you got some things to maybe correct on the defensive end as you head down the stretch. Yeah, we did a really good job against their run game. Um, they didn't get loose on us for any kind of long runs. Um, you know, I can't remember a run where maybe they even went more than five, six yards, but five or six yards, and then they were really good with their timing routes, and we worked all week on, you know, on third down, they like to get it, they take a receiver, they take them to the sticks, and they do a comeback route, and they just kept throwing it and catching it, throwing it and catching it, and it was like, well, now we've got three more downs, you know, and it was just, um, so yeah, there's a, you know, there's a probability we can see them again, um, you know, because they are in our same district, and we're both the top two teams currently, um, so there's a chance we might be able to do it again. So um, there's definitely things that both teams can take out tonight, you know, knowing that 
things that we can do better, but there were both there were things that both teams did really well tonight. Well, uh, any any of your kids that stood out you'd like to especially mention? Not not particularly. I mean, uh, you know, so some of the kids that had a good offensive night were the ones on the back end <laughs> on the defensive. Okay, night. So yeah, like, <laughs> some good, know. some not so good, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, you ran the ball great, but boy, we really messed up in quarter coverage <laughs> tonight. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. We talked a lot at halftime about, you know trust and doing your job and not trying to do somebody else's job because you know i think sometimes you know these kids are really close they've played together for years and years and years you know they maybe they have it in the back of their mind that so and so i can do it this time i'll you know and then they forget to do their job and the guy that they're supposed to be covering is the guy that's open or the gap that i'm supposed to be filling i didn't fill my gap because i didn't think no i didn't know if this guy could so i was going to step up there so that was basically our whole halftime discussion you know and outside of the one drive in the second half, our defense did play better. Um, but overall, um, we got things to work on. And nobody is perfect in week seven. If they are, they're lying. So, uh, you know, we, we're just going to try to keep getting better. Well, you bet. You're off to having a great season, Coach. We're talking with Coach Chris Holt, head coach of the Gallatin Bulldogs. And you're 7-0 and right now, 5-0 and in conference play. And next week, tough game, you head to Trenton. I don't have their final with Maysville tonight, but I know Trenton came in also undefeated both in conference, and they were 6-0 and overall. And they, you go to their place next Friday night, and that's going to be a huge game, isn't it? It will be. Um, actually, uh, because of sh- officials, shortages. Um, they're actually playing tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Okay, so they're not playing tonight. Okay. They're, they're going to go play Maysville in the morning. So, of course, all the Trenton kids and the Maysville kids were at our game tonight because Putnam plays Maysville and we play Trenton. So, each team gets to look at the other team in person before we play them. So, but um, it's a traveling trophy game for us. And um, I've been told that, they, I guess, it traveled, that Bulldogs called Brutus. Brutus has never stayed in Trenton's high school since they started this traveling trophy. So, I know what that means my job is. <laughs> well, you've been successful. I know you were very successful at Maryville. You had very good teams at Lathrop. Now you're doing the same thing at Gallatin. So, Chris, you're you're having a great career. And, hey, listen, thanks again for the call tonight. And give us a buzz after that game. We'll, you'll be on the bus coming back from Trent, but we certainly want to cover that game. So give us a buzz after that game next week, and we'll talk Gallatin football again. All right, guys. Call you next week. Okay. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris Holt, head coach of Gallatin. They win tonight as uh, they move their record to a perfect 7-0. They knock off a good Putnam County team, 35-20. The midgets of Putnam County of Coach Adam Hughes fall to 5-2 on the year, so they're having a good uh, good year also. That's a big win tonight for Gallatin. Timeout. We'll be right back after this. Consumers Oil and Supply Company in Bramer and now in Trenton are proud to support high school activities, working with farmers, ranchers, and residents, providing all your feed, agronomy, farm supply, LP, and fuel. Consumers Oil and Supply Company, serving the area for over 90 years. At two locations, Bramer and Trenton. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Napa know-how. Hey, teams, we hope you did your best in tonight's game. Had fun and learned good lessons we all use in life. And if life finds you needing car parts and knowledgeable customer service, then drop by and see Napa Auto Parts at Brunswick and Kilton. Napa know-how. 
highlights, and coaches' interviews, you get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, Miles, thank you very much. Let's break down some of these conferences. Let's look at the score tonight, give you the conference standings, and try to let you know who's going to play who next week. We'll be down to week number eight, two weeks left in the regular season, and next week we'll start talking a little bit about districts. District play will start in week 10, and in case you're unaware, most teams in, like we call an eight, an eight-team district, and uh, and they get points during the course of the year and seated. One team will be seated this, one team seated that, and one plays eight, two plays seven, three plays six, and four plays five in week, week 10. Then it goes to 11 and 12. Then at the end of week 12, that's a district championship. So we'll talk about that more. But hey, we got another coach on the line. And we talked about undefeated teams. How about the Macon Tigers? Uh, the Tigers tonight win their, their seventh game of the year. It wasn't easy. They beat a good South Shelby team. South Shelby came into the game with only uh, one loss on the year, but tonight it was making, moving their record to 7-0 and with a 40-26 to win. And right now we've got Coach Van Venata of Macon on line three. Coach, appreciate the call, and hey, a nice win for you tonight over a very good South Shelby team on the road. Well, John, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a hard-fought game. Uh, we were down 20-12 to and a half, and, uh, you know, kids came out in the second half, responded, and... Uh, you know, got after a little bit, and uh, things started going our way, and we never looked back. But, you know, win's a win, and win by one, win by 40, doesn't matter, just win, and, you know, the kids did that. So, you know, couldn't be more proud of them. Tonight. I owe you an apology. We we lost your call last week. I apologize for that. We were kind of shorthanded, and we had a lot, 30 coaches calling us, and I apologize <laughs> to you, Van, but we want, to, we want to follow you guys. And, hey, you know, really, 40 points tonight on the board. Your offense was clicking pretty good, it sounds like. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing real well. I mean, but, it's, you know, all, all aspects, you know. I mean, we had a great game out of Ryan Carpenter, who I think had two touchdowns. Uh, had to easily have had over 100 yards of steaming. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have Maurice Magruder back. Uh, he ran for two touchdowns and, you know, I think, you know, pounded the ball a little bit. Uh, you know, so we got the ball, spread the ball around a little bit. Mike had some great plays. Lanier, uh, quarterback, uh, just did some good things for us. Uh, you know, and, and offense really wasn't the issue. We saw it a little bit, uh, you know, a couple just, you know, missed blocks here and there earlier. But once once we got it rolling and got the big fix, like I said, our offense was on fire. Well, we, you know, you guys, like we said a minute ago, Van, you guys now are a perfect 7-0 and on the year. Macon's always had a good football program, but really been extra special, at least so far this year. What's been the secret to your success so far? Well, it's a, it's a senior class and the kids. I mean, you know, I, I inherited a pretty good senior class, uh, you know, that's had a lot of success and, you know, very talented football players. So, you know, that that helps the cause right there. But, you know, the, the difference is, you know, they're buying into what, what we're doing and, uh, you know, they're trusting in what we're trying to teach them, um, you know. But, you know, it's just that they're, they're kids. And anytime you work with 60-day zero pitch, just never know. But uh, what I love about it is their grit. Um they don't quit, you know, so, you know, we haven't faced a lot of adversity this year, so it's good to see that, you know, especially going down a half. And, you know, I just challenged them, you know, it's real simple. It's like, you're better than this, play hard, give effort, and, you know, they rose to the occasion. So, you know, again, my hat's off on to our kids, and my hat's off to South Shelby. I mean, they had a nice game plan against us, and, you know, they came out swinging. So, you know, and but, but you play four quarters, and, you know, and that's the thing. You just got to stay around and keep yourself in the game and, you know, keep your heads up, believe in each other, and, and that's what these kids did. And, you know, honestly, that's what makes these guys special. But, 
You know, we're going to enjoy it, but we got to go back to work. we got a long way to go to accomplish what we're trying to do. So. Well, you got a big game next week. Before we talk about that, you mentioned some of your kids already, Van. Anybody else you'd like to mention for making that you thought played exceptionally well tonight? Well, I mean, defensively, you know, it was a group effort. Not, you know, nobody really had an outstanding stellar day, but, you know, we got some turnovers when we needed to, our special teams. You know, kept us in the ball game. Uh, had some real, real good uh, returns. You know, punt. Uh, we blocked a punt. Gage Lewis. Uh, you know, it really kind of changed the momentum. Gave us great field position. That really kind of got it going for us. So, you know, like I said, you you, you thrive on great plays, and you know, just these kids keep continuing to find a way. And you know, again, that's that's what's going on. But all in all, I think it was a team win. Um, so we'll go from there. Well, like we said, you're perfect 7-0. You're 5-0 in conference play. Tough road trip tonight. A huge road trip next week. You head to Monroe City. They've got the same record you do right now. They're ranked number one in the state in their class. And, oh, that'll be a dogfight, won't it? Oh, it's going to be a dogfight. But you know what? Um, that's what you want, especially going into the end of the year. You know, we have we set some uh, goals earlier in the year. And, you know, I have to get better every day. But, you know, it's also to, uh, you know, win the conference and uh, win as many football games. So in order to win the conference, we got to finish regular season, you know, undefeated. So, you know, that, that that's just a bonus there. But, uh, you know, these dogfights and these, these games like this are, you know, what's going to make us a better team as we continue to move forward. You know, I hear the word Banata, and we're talking with Van Banata, head coach of Macon. I think of Bob Banata, who used to be the head basketball coach at the University of Missouri. Are you any, any relationship to Bob? That's my grandfather, okay. yes, sir. So that's um, my dad's dad, and gosh, you brought up old memory. going to make me, make me get all teary-eyed. Yeah, that's that's my grandfather, big role model of mine. Um, him and my dad grew up in a coaching family, so you know it's in my blood. And uh, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Man, appreciate the call. Congratulations on a nice comeback win tonight over South Shelby. Give us a buzz next week after that call or after that game against Monroe City. All right, we'll do. We'll see you, Van. All right, that's Van Bonetta, head coach of the Macon Tigers. Again, they. Moved their record to a perfect 7-0 and tonight, a very impressive win. They come back in the second half and beat South Shelby 40-26. to Well, how about the Windsor Greyhounds tonight? Windsor goes into Wellington Napoleon and comes away with a 40-13 to win. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller had a chance to talk it over with Windsor head coach Chuck Spear. I'm joined by Windsor's head football coach Chuck Spear. Dominant fashion tonight, coach, over Wellington Napoleon, 40-13, to coach. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was uh, forty to thirteen. We we kind of controlled it all the way through. It was a big game for our guys. Uh, uh, Napoleon, our Wellington was ahead of us in our district, ahead of us in the conference uh, at uh, four and two, and we were three and three. So we we knew we wanted to beat them uh, straight up to help us down the road. Well, coach, I knew you lost a lot of talent um, last year and such. Um, but you got another quarterback with that same name, and uh, you put up 40 points. So you got to be proud of that offense. Yeah, he did a great job controlling it. He uh, ended up scoring three touchdowns himself on the ground, and then threw for a 40-yard uh, touchdown pass. Uh, so he did a great job. So ended up having four touchdowns. So he controlled it well. We played hard. We got all our guys in the right spots, and um, you know our our boys. That's one thing they will do is they're going to play really, really hard. And they did. I'm talking to head football coach of Windsor Greyhounds, Chuck Spear, and a big 40 to 13 win over Wellington Napoleon. Coach, so like you said, now it moves you four and three on the season. You got Crestridge next weekend. 
Um, like I said, you're close to the district uh, playoffs tonight. Definitely helped you with that big win. Yeah, you know, uh, we're, we're trying to really reach a goal of hosting a home playoff game, and, uh, and uh, this really helps us take a step in the right direction there. Well, Coach, we've talked about the offense, but you got to be really proud of that defense. Like they played a great ball game. Yeah, Coach McKnight got the defense in the right uh, positions and really shut down their big running back and, and uh, their offense. They only had a couple first downs the whole first half and uh, really you know, got the guys geared up and, and headed in the right direction. Well, Coach, give us a call next week on the fifth quarter show. We always love talking to you, talking Greyhound football. Yes, sir. Okay, it's Coach Chuck Spear, head coach of the Windsor Greyhounds. They're really starting to play good ball now. They're four and three uh, in conference play, and have, have played. I'm looking at their try to get their stuff here. I can tell you, they've won several games here down the stretch. Got off to a slow start after a couple of real great years. Chuck Spears, this is his first year as a head coach, but the last three games after they lost to Lincoln, 24 to nothing, they reeled off 52 to 14, win over Midway, 28-21, win over Tipton last week, and then tonight, knock off Wellington Napoleon. The final score in that one, 40 to 13. Wellington Napoleon, a good ball club, so a nice win tonight for the Windsor Greyhounds. Let's take a timeout. We come back, going to talk with Higginsville Husker head coach Steve Cook right after for this ready to hit it out of the park wait start start over ready for a slam dunk hang on scratch that too score the game-winning touchdown with your finances by choosing goppert financial bank for all your banking needs they might be bad at sports analogies but they've got your banking needs covered get started today at gopperfb.com equal housing lender member fdic we're for the state of missouri we're for trout fishing barbecuing underarching fountain swimming road tripping and show me saying we're for people who would live here people who won't people who farm and for people who don't we are missouri farm bureau insurance and if you're a missourian we're for you i'm jason gant your missouri farm bureau insurance agent and if you're in carroll county i've got you covered the woodshed family is working hard for you hi i'm sharona with woodshed our team focus is offering you quality brands competitive prices and inventory to help you get the job done we are backed with knowledge and experience just like coaches and teachers we are passing it on to future generations because the future matters Woodshed Lumber and Hardware Supply in Carrollton, Richmond, and Concordia. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Okay, let's look at the MRBC East tonight. Carrollton wins the Coaches' Cup game. They beat Lexington. They score twice early, build a 12-0 lead, and win it 26-6. So Trojans get their first win of the year 26 to 6 over Lexington. Richmond again scores with two seconds to go to beat Holden 26 to 20. And the Higginsville Huskers keep on rolling. Good homecoming at Higginsville. They shut out Nob Noster 76 to nothing. So looking at the standings in the MRVC East, Higginsville alone at the top of the pack. They're 3 and 0. Nob Noster and Richmond both at 2 and 1. Uh, those two schools will play each other next week. Nob Noster will play Richmond next week. Uh, Holden comes in at the one and two, as is Carrollton in conference play. Now, next week in the schedule, Carrollton will go to Holden. It will be the uh, Knob Noster Panthers again. They'll be at home to take on Richmond and the Higginsville Huskers. It'll be a Lafayette County rivalry game. They'll take on the Lexington Minutemen. Speaking of the Higginsville Huskers, a few minutes ago, uh, Tom Hughes had a chance to talk it over with Husker head coach Steve Cook. Tonight, the Huskers move their record to 7-0, 3-0 and in conference play with a 76-0 homecoming win over Knob Noster. And here's Coach Hughes' interview with Coach Steve Cook. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, it was one of those we were just able to get out and play exceptionally fast. And, uh, you know, early on, our, our defense just set the tone and, and it was relentless. We we got our stats uh, tallied up here from Bob Gibson Burr's stats and, and we we have not monster at negative 10 yards of offense on the night, you know, so they were just relentless <coughs> across the D line and our secondary was smothering to their receiving core. So it was one of those that just hats off to the defense, or I believe we had three different defensive scores, uh, one on special teams. Um, so, you know, and then we had on the offensive side, we were able to spread the ball around. We had, we had, we had eight different players score, eight different players score on offense and 14 different ball carriers on the night. So, uh, 14 different ball carriers. I think we had 18, 18 if you count the four of the receivers that caught pass. It was fun to be able to spread the ball around all over the place, and you know, it's a good atmosphere for homecoming. Yeah, we were we were we ended up night uh, six of seven passing for 102 yards, and uh, you know so it was a, we were very pretty limited in the passing game, but we were we were successful when we did. You know the. We had a, a completion of, of 10, 37, 35. You know, we were we were successful in that, but, you know, we just kept the ball on the ground for the most part. Okay, Coach, you mentioned that you had a team that you just like to, you know, just shout out to our senior class, uh, you know, and the leadership that they provide. Uh, it's one of those deals I talked about before the game, how we were going to come out and start. And, and as you know, it's one of those deals that we, we discussed how selfless they are in terms of, of how we spread the ball around because we're pretty multi-dimensional as far as how we can move the ball. And, you know, none of them, you know, they, they know they're going to get what they get type deal. And then when we need to, when something's working, uh, we're going to feed it, you know, and then work hard if it, it's something that's really working. But, uh, you know, our leading rusher tonight had 31 yards. So, you know, it shows how good the defense played. Uh, we were on short field all night. It's not, we, didn't, we didn't put up massive yards of offense. Even though we had a lot of, lot of points on the board. Uh, that's just a tribute to the, to the defense and the, the short field. Yeah, you know, we... We went with we had our, our second uh, backfield and and then our second D line. They were in about the final ten, eight eight to nine minutes in the second quarter, and then we went with our, our second group, the, the entire second third group, the entire second half. And that time was very valuable for those young men. They executed our schemes very well and and, and, and played their tails off as well. Hey, will do. Thanks a lot. Okay, that's Coach Steve Cook. Apologize. Had some mic issues right there with Coach Hughes and Coach Cook, but Coach, appreciate the call. And again, Higginsville, perfect 7-0 and right now, 3-0 and in conference play. They'll be on the road to take on Lexington next week, and they'll be at home for their season finale against Carrollton. We talk about that district, and boy, what a district. You got Higginsville, you got Richmond, you got Macon, you got Trenton, uh, Higginsville, Trenton, and Macon all undefeated. 
right now. Richmond's only lost to Higginsville, so boy, you got four powerhouses in there. Lawson also playing very well right now, so that's going to be a very tough Class 2 district. Well, we talked about the MRVC East and the MRVC West tonight. Kansas City Center beats Odessa 62-14. to It was Harrisonville 35-7 winners over Clinton. Pleasant Hill remains unbeaten. They knock off Warrensburg 43-21, to and in non-conference play, it was Lincoln Prep beating Oak Grove 42-22, to so in the MRVC West, you've got Pleasant Hill on top. The Roosters a perfect 7-0, 5-0 in conference play. Kansas City Center a game back, half game back at 4-0. And I believe those two play next week. We're in that schedule in just a minute. Odessa with their loss, they that's their second conference loss tonight. So everybody else except Pleasant Hill and Kansas City Center has at least two losses. Next week it'll be Center. They will travel to Pleasant Hill. Again, that one will probably decide that conference championship right there. Clinton will be at home. They'll take on Warrensburg next week. Harrisonville will have a home game against Oak Grove, and Odessa will step outside the conference. They will go to Chillicothe. Tonight in the Lewis and Clark Conference, Fayette beats Salisbury 48-28. Harrisburg remains unbeaten in conference play. They beat Westrand 28-18. Marceline over Scotland County 41-17. And in non-conference play, Russellville goes on the road. They beat Paris 38 to nothing. So in the Lewis and Clark, you've got Harrisburg on top. They're 4-0, 5-2 overall, 4-0 in conference play. Fayette a half game back at 4-1. Westrand or Marceline is 3-1. So right now, you've got Harrisburg at 4-0, Fayette 4-1, and Marceline at 3-1 in the Lewis and Clark Conference. Those are the teams battling it out right now. Speaking of Fayette and Harrisburg, a half game apart, they will play next Next week, as Harrisburg will travel to Fayette. Folks, a lot of big games next week. It just seems kind of ironic. So many of these conferences boiling down to next week's game. Again, Harrisburg will be on the road at Fayette. Marceline will make the trek to Westrand. Those two have had some battles down through the years. Paris will be at Scotland County, and Salisbury will step outside of the conference. They will play at Confluence Prep Academy. And those games all next week. Well, tonight, how about the uh, Mid-Buchanan Ball Club? Mid-Buck, they're perfect on the season. Mid-Buchanan wins again tonight as Mid-Buchanan beats Hamilton. It wasn't easy. They beat Hamilton at home by the score of 21-8. So with that win, Mid-Buck moves to 7-0, and 5-0 in conference play. They're tied with East Buck. Those two will play next week. And a few minutes ago, uh, we had a chance to talk it over with Jake Rump, who's an assistant coach for Mid-Buchanan. Here's that interview. Uh, 
on a deep pass play on third down that we, we just couldn't get off the field. And and uh, they really got things going on us uh, there in that second half and came out and scored and got the two points. So it was 14 to eight. Um, but we had to really kind of buckle down and see if, you know, how our kids are going to respond to them coming out and, and doing what they did. So I was really proud of us for finding a way to, to uh, get it done tonight. Yeah, I really was. I mean, you know, we were kind of in a fight last week, too, and if anything, our kids have shown that they're pretty resilient and, uh, they, you know, they play hard, you know, and we're really proud of them and um, they, they do things the right way. So, you know, we're, we're just proud of them for hanging in there and believing in each other and uh, continuing to play football the way we know how to do it. Um, you know, I, I would say we had uh, – you know, our O and D line did a really nice job. When it's a physical game like that, you got to be pretty good up front. So, um, you know, we had some guys like Wade Stanton and Jackson Walgren, um, Brandon Holiday. Those guys did really good. And, of course, our quarterback, he, you know, he's our leader, and he did a really nice job this week and tonight. So we asked a lot of him and to carry the load. He did a really good job, you know, throwing the ball and then making, making plays when things weren't there in the past game. So Hamilton had a big game plan for us. But, you know, we, our kids did a nice job of responding. Yes, sir. As we talked about tonight, you know, we want a chance at winning the conference title again, and this is it. So this is—it's going to be a great atmosphere. Um, East Buchanan's obviously returning state champs, and and they're—they're the real deal, and they do a great job there. you know, we're looking forward to the opportunity to go compete and see what we can do. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Yep, really appreciate you. Thank you, sir. That's Jake Rump, head coach and assistant coach of Mid Buchanan. They win again tonight as Midbuck moves their record to 7-0. Again, they'll play East Buchanan next week. Wow, what a football game that'll be. Again, East Buck, the defending uh, state champ. If you remember last year, Midbuck knocked off East Buchanan during the regular season to win the KCI Conference, and East Buchanan returned the favor in district play en route to their state championship. And so those two teams, anytime they play, you throw out the records and anything can happen. Well, let's look at the Midland Empire Conference tonight. It was uh, St. Pius bouncing back after their loss to St. James Academy last week. They beat St. Joe Benton 30-6. to It was uh, Savannah shutting out Chillicothe 21 to nothing. Cameron had a big lead over Lafayette late in the game. I don't have a final right now on what I have right now, so we'll get that here in just a minute. But uh, right now we've got a an eight-man score, a kind of a wild, wild game up at uh, Bramer tonight as Bramer knocks off Concordia 56-48, to a lot of points there. And right now we've got J.K. Basie, head coach Concordia, on the line. And J.K. sounds like a whale of a battle. And uh, you, it sounds like Bramer 50 points in the first half. You must have really turned up the screws on defense in that second half. Yeah, we did. We made a, a couple adjustments um, in the second half, and uh, you know our, our kids played played lights out on defense in the second half. Um, we ended up putting four guys down the line of scrimmage. They like to go spread a little bit, you know, four wide receivers. We started sending one more they could block, and uh, we were putting a little pressure on on you know their their stud of a quarterback, uh, Jordan Haley, uh, you know, and he got him to forced him into some bad decisions and got some turnovers and uh, made it close to the end. You know, I'm looking at Bramer's scores in the last, oh, the last five, 
four games, 74, 80, 72, and 84 points. So even though it sounds like 56 is a lot of points, you got to feel good about your defensive effort tonight, I would think. Yeah, I really did. You know, we knew they were going to put points on the board. Um, you know, like you said, rattled off some basketball scores there. Um, so I was really proud of, you know, our, our defense coordinator, uh, Jordan Schleter, came up with a really good game plan um, for, for tonight, and our kids executed it well. And, you know, unfortunately we were just just ran out of time in the end. But, uh, you know, proud of the way we played defensively, probably the best game we played defensively all year. Well, you trail 50-26 50, 50 at halftime. You lose at 56-48. Did you have a chance to win it down the stretch? Um, not we uh, – we actually had the ball probably on our, I don't know, we were inside our five, I believe, um, with about two and a half minutes left or so. Um, and it was fourth and like 20, I think. And we uh, we ran a little hook and ladder. Um, our uh, our freshman split end, uh, Maddox Denman, caught a hitch. And I honestly don't know how he got the pitch off to Ryder, uh, our senior, senior tailback, kind of do it all. And uh, he got around the around the edge and outran everybody for you know over seventy yards score, wow. and we we ran out of time. Uh, we we used our timeouts to try and save as much time as we could. You know, I didn't expect to score. When, you know, and have two and a half minutes left, and they were able to run the ball down um, and run the clock out. So we didn't have we didn't have a chance to get the ball back in the end. Well. You mentioned quite a few of your kids already. Anybody else you'd like to talk about that stood out for the Concordia Orioles tonight, J.K.? Yeah, you know, our, our offense and defensive line did, did a really good job tonight. Um, we made a couple adjustments at halftime uh, in our pass protection, um, kept kept another guy in, and, and were able to, to complete some passes. And, you know, we had a, a senior guard step in tonight, Gage Rosser, um, who hadn't played much offense for us. Um, our center, Byron Hernandez, and our other guard, uh, Tristan Haas, they played really well tonight. Uh, put, put, a little, uh, put a little on their shoulders. We lined up a little double tight action uh, with the, with Riley and Maddox at tight end and, and ran the ball really well tonight. Uh, I think that's probably the best performance we've had running the football this year. Um, so, so those five guys up front uh, did a really good job for us, uh, opened some lanes for our fullback and our tailback and, uh, and, and really good pass protection in the second half. Well, good effort by you guys tonight. You come up a little bit short, but, boy, to hold that team to only one touchdown in the second half, that's quite an accomplishment. All right, next week you're back at home. You'll play the Keatsville, Brunswick, Northwestern, Amendment team. They'll come to Concordia. Then the following week you wrap up the regular season. You play a team for the first time in eight-man football, a team you battled in 11-man for many years. You go on the road to play the Sweet Springs Greyhounds. So a couple of, couple of big games coming up. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's hard to believe that you mentioned the last regular season game. It's hard to believe that it's already that time of year. Um, you know, we got a we got a big homecoming game next week. Um, we'll start preparing for for Keatsville uh, tomorrow morning, and uh, you know, hopefully we can we come out and play like we did the second half tonight. Uh, you know, get a hopefully get a big win at homecoming. J.K., always enjoy chatting with you. Thanks for the call and a good effort tonight by your guys. And give us a buzz next week after that homecoming game, and we'll talk uh, Concordia Oriole football again. Will do. Thanks, Joe. All right. See you, J.K. That's J.K. Basie, head coach of the Concordia Orioles. Let's take a timeout. Back with more right after this. 
You love Mulch's Country Mart. Now when you don't have time to shop in store, you'll love that Mulch's will shop for you. Just go to MyCountryMart.com or download the app. Start filling your Mulch's Country Mart virtual shopping cart. Select your pickup time. You can even pay online or when you pick up. Try Mulch's Country Mart online shopping today. The Hamilton Bank has a clear vision for a strong future and a tradition of serving its community at Hamilton, Breckenridge, and Lathrop, featuring new services like the Brella to protect your debit card account and health savings account, along with the traditional services you have come to count on. The Hamilton Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. How do you measure success? In points? In wins? trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in our community support, in being there when you need us most. We're your shield. We're your shelter. See Shelter Agent Tara Hilbrenner in Carrollton, proudly serving Carroll County. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your hosts, Joe All. Well, one final we didn't give you a minute ago out of the Midland Empire Conference. Cameron gets a nice win. They get their first conference win. They beat St. Joe Lafayette tonight in Cameron, 50-6. to so Let's take a look at the KCI Conference. It was East Buchanan wins. They beat uh, Plattsburgh 62-6. to It was a West Platte in a low-scoring game, knocking off Lathrop on the road 10-8. Eight. Lawson, boy, the Cards moved their record to a four and one in conference, five and two overall. They beat North Platte forty-five to twelve, and Mid Buchanan remains unbeaten. They beat Penny of Hamilton twenty-one to eight. So right now, the two Bucks are tied top the conference. Nothing, no surprise there. Mid Buchanan, East Buchanan, both five and zero oh in conference play. East Buchanan has that one non-conference loss to Savannah, who's also undefeated. But those two teams will play next week. They'll play at East Buchanan. They'll play up in Gower. So. Mid Buchanan, East Buchanan uh, next week. Uh, those two teams are tied atop. Lawson only one game back. The Cardinals win tonight. Again, they beat North Platte 45 to 12. So Lawson is 4 and 1 in conference play, 5 and 2 overall. So the Cardinals hanging right there. Uh, and so then you've got everybody else has at least uh, two, has at least three. Now everybody has at least three losses. So it's a three-team race there, Mid-Buchanan, East-Buchanan, and Lawson. Looking at the schedule next week, Mid-Buck again will be on the road at East-Buck. That'll be another big game in week eight. Again, believe, I guess, all the... All the prognosticators said, hey, eight weeks going to be, week eight's going to be, it's all going to boil down to that. So let's let's save our big game for that. And that's what's happening. Lathrop will be at home next week. They'll take on the Lawson Cardinals. It will be also in the uh, KCI Conference next week. Beside the games we've just mentioned, North Platte will make the trip up to West Platte. And Penny of Hamilton, they will go to Plattsburgh next week. Well, tonight, the Marshall Owls, they win their second game in a row. Again, the Owls knocked off Moberly last week. Tonight, the Owls go into Fulton, and they come away with a 38-8 win. And a few minutes ago, Drew Tully had a chance to talk it over with Marshall Owl head coach Ian Verts. You know about Marshall head football coach Ian Verts and coach, you guys pick up another win tonight, 38-8 over Fulton. Offense must have showed up and really played well. Yeah, our kids came out, played fast. Uh, I was really proud of our offensive line. We ran the ball well tonight, and uh, defense played exceptionally well. Who were some of the kids that led the way offensively? Uh, well, up front, you know, we have Michael Carver's our one senior, senior offensive lineman, and uh, Tayshawn and Edmund, as well as Nick Arnold and uh, and Sean Samuel and, and Brody Keeker. Those are our front guys up front, along with 
Logan Osball move, moving the defensive line and linebacker level for us. And uh, Cameron Workoff uh, was running tailback for us. Did an exceptional job tonight. Jackson Case with our quarterback spot. He ran the ball well uh, as well. And you know we got a lot of our receivers into the run game uh, just to keep the clock moving. And Stephen Cavanis and and uh, and uh, uh, excuse me, Stephen Cavanis as well as Christian Tatum ran the ball well tonight for us as well. Well, on the flip side, you said your defense played really well, allowed just eight points. What led to that success defensively? Oh, uh, we stopped their, their run game uh, early in the game and made them one-dimensional. They had a, a really talented quarterback, number four, Walker kid. It's uh, hard to bring down. He's able to throw the ball deep as well, and they got behind us one time there right before the end of the half and uh, got their score and a two-point conversion. Looks like next week you're going to be back at home. You'll host Hannibal. What do you know about them this year? Uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, they, they, they have a lot of talent and uh, a lot of depth. And, you know, we're going to have to play our best game to compete with them. And we know that. And, and we're looking forward to a great week of practice to prepare for them. I know it's always a little easier to work on things and clean things up and practice after a win. What do you plan on working on this week? Well, we're going to continue to focus on tackling. Uh, our... our Coverage within situational football has got to got to be ready to go. You know, uh, we got beat tonight late in that first half, and you know it's hard to be perfect, but you want to be you want to you want to keep them off the scoreboard there if you can. And I think this week is continue to focus on our our consistency and run blocking and uh, our defense tackling. All right, that's Ian Birds. First-year head coach of the Marshall Owls win their second game in a row. Again, they got that nice 17-7 win over Moberly last week. Tonight they go on the road, second straight week on the road, and beat the Fulton Hornets by the final score of 38-8. The Owls again at home take on a good Hannibal ball club next week. They'll wrap up the regular season against Cameron before heading into district play. When the Grand River tonight, it was Gallatin remaining unbeaten. They knock off Putnam County 35-20. Milan on the road beats South Harrison 49-20, and Princeton gets their first win. They beat Polo 13-6. Trenton will play Maysville tomorrow morning, I think, at 11 o'clock is what we just heard. Uh, let's look at the schedule for next week and again another huge Week 8 game next week. Two undefeated teams. Gallatin will be at Trenton next Friday night. Uh, Gallatin 7-0, 5-0 in conference play. Trenton 6-0, 4-0. And of course they've got that game with Maysville tomorrow morning. But next week it'll be a showdown. Gallatin at Trenton. Maysville will make the trek to Putnam County next week. Milan will be at home. They will host Polo. And it will be Princeton. They'll have a home game against South Harrison. Those games in the Grand River Conference. Well tonight's center. Center High school out of Kansas City. They remain unbeaten. They beat the Odessa Bulldogs. They put 62 points on the board. And a few minutes ago, Drew had a chance to talk it over with uh, John Pearson, uh, the assistant coach of Kansas City Center. John, my center head football coach Brian DeLong. And coach, your guys' offense stay red hot. You score 42 points in the first half, end up with 62 over Odessa. Talk about the game a little bit. Uh, it was a fun game to be involved with. The kids did a great job. High-quality opponent. I mean, in our minds, Odessa has been the bully in 3A for the last several years. They are physical, tough kids. They've got three head coaches on their staff that are exceptional under Mark Thomas's leadership. And it was just fun to have a good performance against them tonight. We, we've lacked that in the last couple of years. I know you guys have been red hot on offense all year tonight. You score 62. What led to that offensive success in this game? 
Our O-line was really special tonight, protecting our quarterback and, and rushing the ball. We were very balanced. Um, just our O-line was exceptional. The O-line coaches, um, Coach Pearson and Coach Hudson and Coach Dowdy, they just they get those kids ready and it's it's fun, you know. We we're pretty we've been pretty good at seven on seven and stuff in the past. We got some really good linemen now, and it's just it's just so fun. And your opponent Odessa, they've kind of struggled on defense, but offensively they scored points in bunches every game. So to hold them just fourteen points and zero in the second half's got to have you pretty excited about your defensive performance. Oh uh, yeah, at times you know they were very physical out the gate. They drove the ball about. 70, 80 yards on his first drive, went up 7 nothing. typical Mark Thomas football, running power and being physical and controlling the clock and kind of had us really worried. Um, offense, you know, we was able to change the game a little bit, make a few adjustments on defense and, and not stop them, but slow them down. But, yeah, defense, defense was solid. Well, next week you play Pleasant Hill. They're also undefeated. That's going to be a big game with a lot riding on it. It is. Coach Hamilton's done a phenomenal job in that with that program in a short amount of time, and we've we've been watching him and playing him the whole time. You know, the, our group of kids that are seniors, their sophomore year, started playing a lot. And his group of kids, kind of in the same track, their sophomore year, started playing a lot, and they beat us their so, their sophomore year out there, and we were able to beat them here last year, and. It's been close games both times down to, you know, last possession, and it's kind of the rubber match this year. And I've, they're scary. They run it. They throw it. They're, I don't think anybody's played them within 30, 40 points all year, and they'll, they'll be a handful. Okay, that's Coach. Uh, I think that's Coach uh, Brian DeLong. I had both John Pearson and Brian DeLong on the sheet, so I took a guess. I guess I have to assist Coach John Pearson. I was wrong. It's Coach Brian DeLong. And Brian, appreciate you calling us every week, and we really enjoy following Kansas City Center. They're one of the top teams in the state right now, and they're a perfect 7-0, and 4-0 in conference play. And again, they'll have that big game next week against Pleasant Hill, and that will decide, more than likely decide, that MRVC West Conference Championship. So Coach DeLong, always, always appreciate the call. Thank you for giving us a buzz. Let's take a quick time out. We'll come back and run some more scores, some more conference standings, some schedules right after this on the Curly. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. The same concept can be applied to investing. Hi, I'm Jeff Adams, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing. Though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to make market volatility work for you. Call me at 542-1629. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Is your family growing? Or can you now afford that property you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to downsize. No matter what the reason, the Community Realty team is ready to lend a hand. As part of the community, they've earned the name Community Realty. Give them a call. They're happy to discuss the business of selling or buying property. Community Realty of Richmond, proud to support the Richmond Spartans. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. Errol County Trust Company, 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. 
Okay, Miles, thank you very much. And, uh, hey, we're running through our, our list of conferences right now, list of scores for tonight. Let's take a look up in the Clarence Cannon tonight. Monroe City, they remain unbeaten. The Panthers go into Brookfield, come away with a 58-22 win. Centralia wax highland 42 to 6 clark county gets a shutout over palmyra 34 to nothing and you just heard a few minutes ago from coach van Banata of macon they go into uh, shelbina tonight and beat south shelby 40 to 26 so right now you've got macon and monroe city tied atop the conference both teams 7 and 0 5 and 0 in conference play centralia only one game back centralia at 4 and 1 south shelby with their loss tonight they fall to 3 and 2 now let's look at the schedule next week brookfield will be at clark county next friday night centralia will host south shelby that should be a good ball game and of course the uh the one we talk about, the big showdown, it'll be the Macon Tigers. They'll be on the road at Monroe City. Macon goes to Monroe City next week, and uh, that'll probably yeah, could at least a share of the conference championships. And Trey, again, with only one loss. Highland will be at home to take on Palmyra, and it will be... I think we said this, South Shelby will be at Centralia. All those games in the Clarence Cannon next week. In the NCMC tonight, it was Marshall beating Fulton 38-8. Hannibal waxed Moberly 53-7 in a shootout. Kirksville slips by Mexico 43-42. So right now, Hannibal has at least a tie wrapped up for the conference championship. They're 5-2 overall, 4-0 in conference play. Kirksville one game back at 3-1. Mexico and Marshall come in at two and two in conference play in the NCMC. Now next week in the NCMC, the Fulton Hornets, they will make the trek to Kirksville. It'll be Hannibal. They will come to Marshall. You just heard from Coach Ian Birds a minute ago. And the uh, Mexico Bulldogs, they'll be on the road. They'll take on Moberly. Those games all next week in the NCMC. Well, the Nob Panthers, they come in tonight undefeated, uh, one of the two undefeated teams in the MRVC East Conference. And after the dust was settled tonight, it was all Higginsville as the Huskers have a very successful homecoming they beat Nom Nostrad. You just heard from Coach Steve Cook. They win at 76 to nothing. Really appreciate Coach Michael Franklin giving us a call. And a few minutes ago, Coach Tom Hughes talked it over with Michael Franklin of Nom Nostrad. Step up when they're called off. So. Okay. 
every L stands for lesson. So, you know, we're going to learn from this loss and, and continue to do what made it successful up to this point. Hopefully get some guys healthy again because we got some key guys that are out. And, you know, we're just going to keep it simple and try to motivate the guys and to let them know that this loss doesn't define us and it doesn't define the season. Uh, there's, you know, there's just another world coach team, you know, uh, they're going to be ready to go. It's going to be tough, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, our kids are going to have to be able to play hard and fight against that adversity that's going to happen in that game. And, and you know, it's going to, the cars fall where they fall. of the football we got to get our snaps figured out we got multiple snaps that went over the head or on the ground we got to hold on to the football so it's one of those things we were never able to get into a rhythm offensively because you know we kept turning the ball over so a big emphasis is really going to be taking care of the football so we can get into that flow offensively and hopefully put some points on the board thank you for Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, that's Coach Michael Franklin. Once again, apologize for the for the sound. I had a, a few mic issues, so we apologize for that. But Coach Franklin, always appreciate the call. Tough loss tonight, but appreciate you giving us a buzz. Well, let's look at another another conference. Let's take a look in the uh, Tri County Conference tonight. It was Blair Oaks all over Eldon on the road, seventy six to twenty two. School of the Osage, boy, they're getting hot. They won, I think, four games in a row. They beat Boonville tonight, forty to thirteen at home. California. Gets a win tonight. They go on the road, beat Versailles 28-14, and Hallsville whacks Southern Boone 48-27. So right now you got Blair Oaks is undefeated in conference play. They're a perfect 7-0, 5-0 in conference play. Right now, School of the Osage alone in second place at 4-1. Everybody else in the conference has at least two losses, Booneville and Southern Boone, with their loss tonight. They both have two losses, as does Hallsville. So right now it's Blair Oaks with Osage one game back. Looking at the schedule next week, Blair Oaks will be at home. They will face Hallsville. It'll be Booneville. They'll be on the road at Versailles. California hosts Eldon. And it will be uh, School of the Osage. They'll be at home to play Southern Boone. And like we're saying, Osage has reeled off four wins in a row. They've knocked off Eldon, California, Hallsville, and tonight Booneville. So Osage on a roll right now and uh, still, in the, still in that conference race. Well, tonight the Harrisburg... Bulldogs, remember Harrisburg, the only undefeated team in conference play in the Lewis and Clark Conference. Harrisburg's 5-2. and two. They didn't have a chance to talk about it last week, but Harrisburg fell to Ash Grove. They played on Saturday last week. Tonight, Harrisburg bounces back, and they get a nice uh, win at home. They beat Westrand 28-18. Elsewhere in the conference, it was Fayette beating Salisbury 48-28. Marceline 41-17 over Scotland County. And in non-conference play, Paris falls to Russellville 38 38- nothing and a few minutes ago had a chance to talk it over with uh, Harrisburg's head coach Steve Hopkins. Now we're joined by Harrisburg head football coach Steve Hopkins and Harrisburg moved the record to five and two. Coach you guys got a nice 28-18 win over Westrand tonight. Talk about it. We won. Uh, they scored with 1.7 seconds left which just I don't know 
frost me because of the district points. We wanted to have the 13-point maximum margin, but that's to their credit. They played all the way to the last second. There's nothing we can do about it now. But, yeah, we were – it was a tight game really till late in the third quarter. It was 8 to nothing, and then the game turned. They were driving. We had a 76-yard pick six by Harley Whitaker, and, you know, we got up 14 nothing. They scored on a 50-yard run, made it 14-6, and then we kind of put some distance between us. We got the two touchdowns. Had a really good lead, and like I say, they scored then late, late to make it 28-12, and then very, very late to make it 28-18. Well, Westrand's a team that historically is very good offensively. They usually run the football very well, so to hold them just 18 points has got to be pretty exciting still for your defense. Well, they run that zone run game so well. Just they plug in a different runner every year, and, boy, they just block it so well. So, yeah, just they do a great, great job with it. We did stop them inside the 10 three times, which in the first quarter we could have easily been behind by two touchdowns because we had a fumble and a interception that gave them the ball inside the 20 and our defense shut them out which is just such a credit to our defense and who are some of the kids that played well tonight for harrisburg well we've got a great receiver uh, we have a young quarterback and he can you know he can have a little trouble getting started sometimes but trace combs our quarterback sophomore got going and he just really relies on our two senior receivers austin darwin had over 100 yards uh two touchdowns Made a couple of just amazing contested catches. And then much the same thing, Braden Wyatt, our other uh, senior wide receiver, made one just spectacular catch that got us down close enough to uh, punch the ball in. And so we, we scored once on the ground and three times through the air. So, you know, I'm very, very pleased with the kids. And we've got to start better than we did tonight. The next week you play at Fayette, and I know they're a pretty young team, but they're day and night different from what they were at the beginning of the year, and they've also got some key leaders that return to their team. What do you know about the Falcons this year? Well, they have some, some of the best athletes in the Midwest. I'm not talking about just in Class 1 or in our conference. They've got three or four kids that I know are college-level football players if their grades are all right next year that are fabulous players. And we think we're a good football team, so we're going to find out. It'll be a slobber knocker they're very very physical and we're going to try to match their physicality next week okay it's steve cop steve hopkins head coach of the harrisburg bulldogs again harrisburg gets a big win tonight uh they beat uh westrand 28 to 18 at home with that record with that win they move their record to four and oh in conference five and two overall they'll play a play fayhead next week that'll be a head knocker in the lewis and clark as coach hopkins just said let's take a quick time out we'll be back with more on the fifth quarter right after this there are more and more people working from home and students participating in virtual learning. So having a fast, reliable internet service has become a necessity. Green Hills Communications is a local company with highly trained technicians who are readily available when needed. If you're looking for a reliable internet service, then give Green Hills Communications a call. Ray Carroll Fuels is your local fuel provider serving Ray, Carroll, Lafayette, and surrounding counties, specializing in bulk delivery of fuel and propane for your home, business, and farm. See how you can partner with them and learn more about their fuel stations for your needs. Ray Carroll is a proud supporter of student-athletes. What don't you want when car or truck shopping? Stress? Overbearing salespeople? Struggling with financing? Haggling over the price? Heard enough? There's none of that at Banner Colson Chevrolet because truthfully, they don't like it either. Family owned and operated, doing the best to make your car shopping an easy experience. Banner Colson Chevrolet, Highway 13, Higginsville. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. 
Well, we've been running scores by conferences, giving you the conference standings, also setting the schedule for next week. Let's do it again with the West Central. In the West Central night, Adrian beats Crestridge 50-8. to Cole Camp, first loss of the year for the Bluebirds. They fall to Lincoln 38-34. to It was Slater beating Lone Jack 39-13. Tipton knocks off Midway 56-6. And Windsor, as you just heard a minute ago from Coach Spear, they beat Wellington Napoleon 40-13. So now you've got a three-way tie at the top with Cole Camp, Adrian and Lincoln all six and one in conference play. Uh, Wellington Napoleon falls to four and three, as does Windsor and Tipton. But it looks like that's a three-team race right now with Cole Camp, Adrian, and Lincoln. If you look ahead to next week, uh, two of those teams will play each other. Adrian will be at home to face Cole Camp, so that should be a should be a whale of a game next week at Adrian. It will be uh, Lincoln or excuse me, Crestridge will be at home. They will face Windsor. Lincoln will have a home game. They will play Midway. Lone Jack will host Tipton, and it will be Slater. They'll be at home to play Wellington Napoleon. Those games all in the West Central Conference next Friday night. Again, next week is the next to last week of the regular season. And like we said, I tried to explain this a few minutes ago. We got interrupted with an interview. But uh, most teams are grouped into either seven or eight team districts. In the first nine games of the year, <clears throat> they determine district seedings. Those are considered the games of the regular season. So at the end of week nine, every team will be seeded from one through eight or one through seven, depending on how many teams they have in the district. <clears throat> and on week 10, it's the first round of district play. Number one in each district plays number eight two plays seven, three plays six, and four plays five. If they only have seven teams in the district, the number one seed gets a bye. And so we'll see how that all comes out. And your district seeding is based on your record. It's based on whether you play schools, you get extra points if you play up a class. And then the margin of victory does weigh in a certain extent on those on those district standings. So that's all, that's all coming about uh, right now. Two weeks left, like we say, in the regular season. Well, tonight, again, the Marshall Owls beat the Fulton Hornets. Marshall beats Fulton by the score of 38-8. to And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller had a chance to talk it over with Fulton Hornet head coach Dana Chambers. Again, Marshall wins that game by the score of 38-8. to I'm joined by the head football coach of Fulton, Dana Chambers. Took on Marshall tonight, coach. Had a great first half there, only down 17 to 8. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we got some things going in the second quarter. Uh, got down, was able to get into the end zone. And, uh, uh, you know, we just uh, we had a little bit of momentum going into half. And, uh, you know, we, we tried to come out the second half and make some things happen, but it didn't, they didn't happen, didn't fall our way. Uh, you know, me as a head coach, I got to do a better job of getting my guys prepared to play on Friday night. Like I said, Coach Shamer had a great second half by Marshall. They ended up scoring 38, and that was the uh, score 38 to 8. Um, here we are at the end of the season. Coach, I know you got a tough schedule. I'm looking right in front of me, and some of them games you've been right in there uh, with and stuff. What are some of them things you're still trying to work on at the end of the season? Uh, you know, just being consistent. Uh, you know, we, we shoot ourselves in the foot on offense, uh, whether it's a penalty, a turnover, or, you know, a bad snap, something for a negative. You know, a negative a negative effect on us offensively and that puts us behind the chain uh, the defense uh, you know just stopping the run has been a real struggle for us this year well coach next week you got uh, Kurtzville um, they're either I think they're four and four maybe or five and three or whatever it is but a team with a you know a record uh, with another teams they've played some played some really good teams uh, really like Chillicothe game they came out and won that game I think it was 40 to 14 so they're a tough team with a tough schedule It'll be another tough one for you 
It will. Um, you know, every every week in the NCMC is a tough game. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good it's a good competition in the NCMC. And, uh, you know, we just got to go to work to be ready be ready for next week. Yeah, coach. Like you said, NCMC one of the best conferences in football year after year. Um, no different this year, coach. So. Give us a call next week on the fifth quarter show. We always like talking to you, Dana Chambers. Sometimes it's more difficult to call in, but you're always positive. You know what you got to work on, and you get it done. All right. I appreciate you having me. All right, Coach. Talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Very faithful caller, Dana Chambers. The Hornets have been struggling in terms of wins this year, but you see them getting better and better each week. And, Coach, always appreciate the call. Thanks a lot for calling our program. And I want to follow the Fulton Hornets. And Dana played football at, at Fulton, a very good football player down there. So a lot of good a lot of good memories there. Well, let's look at the Central Missouri Conference tonight. Rock Bridge of Columbia beats Columbia Battle 48-35. to It was Capital City beating Sedalia 42-29. And the Jeff City Jays fall to Helias 38 to 21. So right now you got Rock Bridge. Uh, Rock Bridge wraps up at least a tie for the conference championship tonight. They're perfect 5 and 0 in conference play, 6 and 1 overall. Helias a game back at 4 and 1 and you got Capital City. Capital City winds up there 4 and 2 in conference play with their win tonight. Next week in the Central Missouri Conference. It'll be Columbia Battle. They'll make the trek to Jeff City to play the Jays. Capital City, they've wrapped up their conference season. Again, they're 4-2. They'll be at Truman next week. It'll be Helias. They will entertain Smith Cotton and Columbia Hickman. Be a battle of Columbia, an old age-old tradition. Hickman will be at Rock Bridge next week. Those in the Central Missouri Conference. And some eight-man scores tonight. A wild one you heard from Coach J.K. Basie. We'll hear from Coach... Uh, Pate Croy of Bramer here in just a minute. Bramer moves their record with the win to 5-2. They beat Concordia 56-48. It was uh, St. Paul going into North Shelby. And St. Paul goes all the way up to North Shelby, gets a big 52-24 win. Uh, Oric remains unbeaten. They beat Harden Central by the score 50-28. to Oric over Harden Central. It was Sweet Springs beating Santa Fe 36-14 in Southwest Living. Excuse me, Southwest Livingston falls to Rockport 56 to 22. Got something caught in my throat there, so I apologize to you. Well, uh, again, tonight it was Bramer beating Concordia 56 48. Bramer led it 50 to 26 at halftime. The Orioles made a good run in the second half, but then Bramer holds on to win, as we said, their fifth game of the year. And a few minutes ago, Drew talked it over with uh, Bramer assistant coach Pate Croy. All right, we're joined by Bramer defensive coordinator Pate Croy. And Coach Croy, tonight you guys take on Concordia. And Concordia is a team that can put up points in bunches. They can really throw the football well like you guys. And defensively, you guys allowed 48 points. And 11-man football, that's a lot of points. But defensively, you guys must have played pretty well in that eight-man game tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know, we, we saw the young kids are still figuring things out. Uh, Concordia is a great football team. They're very physical. Uh, what they run, they do it very well. Uh, kind of gave us some fits, but uh, we hung in there and got the got the win on homecoming night. When offensively, you guys scored 50 points in the first half. What was working well? Was it the past game like normal? Uh, yeah, I mean, we 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 never really had a, a good strong running back to lean on. We always kind of go four wide and, and decide to throw up the football. And tonight, Griffin Houston, he's a junior for us. He stepped up and ran the ball really hard. Uh, Carter Shue got in there and ran the ball hard for us. Uh, Jordan Haley is just Jordan Haley. He finds an open receiver, and, and he makes pretty easy work of that whenever they fall on their heels. Well, and you mentioned it's homecoming. I know homecoming week's always pretty hectic and busy for not only the kids but also the coaches, and it's always great to cap it off with a win. 
Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of distractions. We had the parade day and and got out early, then trying to get kids wrangled back up and, and back at the school fairly early at four o'clock, kind of go through some mental reps. But uh, you know, I feel like we came together pretty well for being a young team, and and we're just going to build on it and go get Santa Fe next week. Well, and Concordia, one of the new teams in eight-man football, kind of in Mid Missouri, another team that's new as well as Santa Fe, like you mentioned. What do you know about them? Uh, I know Santa Fe. They, they're gonna they're gonna run an offense that we haven't seen probably at that midline. Um, so you know it's gonna catch us off guard, especially you know our linebackers are so young at the spots they're playing. So we're gonna try to rep it the best we can this week and uh, clean stuff up on on offense and defense and go down to Santa Fe and hopefully get a win. Pake, always appreciate the call. That's Pake Croy, the assistant coach of the Braver Bobcats. Always appreciate him calling. Again tonight in scores, MRVC East. Carrollton beats Lexington 26-6. Richmond 26-20 over Holden. Higginsville knocks off Knob Noster 76-0. MRVC West, Kansas City Center 62-14 over Odessa. Harrisonville 35-7 over Clinton. Pleasant Hill beats Warrensburg 43-21. And Lincoln Prep beats Oak Grove 42-22. Lewis and Clark Fayette 48-28 over Salisbury. Harrisburg beats Westrand 28-18. Marceline over Scotland County 41-17 non-conference play. Russellville 38-0 over Paris. We mentioned just a minute ago a good matchup tonight in the uh, West Central Conference. Tonight it was the Cole Camp Bluebirds, uh, they take on Lincoln. Boy, that's quite a rivalry. Lincoln and Cole Camp, they played each other for many years, had some classic battles. Tonight, uh, Cole Camp leads it 26-24 at the end of the third quarter, but then Lincoln comes back to win it 38-34. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller had a chance to talk it over with Cole Camp head coach Kevin Shear. I'm joined by head football coach Kevin Shear of Cole Camp. They were undefeated coming in this one, coach, and you had a Good Lincoln ball squad came out on the short end of the stick, like they say, 38-34, but sounds like one well of a ball game, Coach. Yeah, it was. It was a close ball game all the way through. Lincoln came out and scored on the opening drive and kind of shocked us there a little bit. Uh, we had actually fumbled the football on that first drive and gave it to them on a short field and, and wasn't able to hold them out. And we answered back, and it kind of worked that way the rest of the game. Well, Coach, like you said, you know, you just barely four-point deficit there. But, you know, you had those close games this year that you've came out ahead of. I know you had that close Windsor game, and I think there was one more, uh, maybe Tipton, I think it was. So you've had the, the blessings to be on that winning side when the game was so close in the night. It just, you know, it's always tough when you're undefeated and you come in and you lose one uh, by four points. But, Coach, we know you'll rebound. Yeah, I mean, we'll have a big hurdle next week. We've got to go to Adrian. It'll be a good test for our ball club. Um, we'll have to make some changes. You know, we uh, may have a kid who's down. So, you know, that kind of tweaks things a little bit. But ball clubs have got to get over that and find a way to, um, you know, go out there and execute what we're asked to do. I'm joined by Kevin Shearhead, head football coach of Cole Camp. Lose a tough one tonight to Lincoln, 38-34. to Coach, you put a lot of points on the board. Who's some of them offensive standouts for you? Well, our quarterback, Ethan Shear, you know, he rushed for three touchdowns and threw for two. Reed Harrison was on the receiving end of those two. And, and then Owen Ives and Reed Harrison then again, you know, got two uh, two-point conversions. So, um, you know, offensively we were able to do that, you know, and, and you were happy. Uh, but, you know, still there was a chance there at the end of the game. And, uh, couldn't hold the protection and get a clean throw out. You know, we had a guy wide open for the win um, and just wasn't able to do it. I hear you, Coach. Well, that's your quarterback. He's a pretty special kid. You know, I've heard a lot about him. 
yeah, you know, he's put together a pretty solid season. Um, and, you know, his his claim to fame probably be, you know, his toughness. He He's just a tough, hard-running kid. And, and uh, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy and continue to put up those numbers. Well, Coach, next week, give us a call after the Adrian game. It's always fun talking to you. Get back to work and get you a win against Adrian. All right. Thank you, sir. You have a good evening. You too, Coach. Bye-bye. Okay, that's Coach Kevin Shear of Cole Camp. Cole Camp, again, having a very good year. They suffered their first loss tonight, but they're 6-1 and one on the year. And again, next week, they'll play Adrian. That should be a whale of a game. Other scores tonight, St. Pius in the Midland Empire beats St. Or beat St. Joe Benton 30-6. to It was Cameron knocking off St. Joe Lafayette 50-6. to Savannah remains unbeaten. They shut out Chillicothe 21 to nothing. Lutheran North will be at Maryville that game tomorrow. KCI East Buchanan beats Plattsburgh 62-6. to West Platt 10 to 8 winners over Lathrop. Lawson beats North Platte 45 to 12 and Mid Buchanan beats Penny of Hamilton 21 to 8. Grand River Conference it was Gallatin beating Putnam County 35 to 20. Milan wins on the road 49-20 over South Harrison. Princeton slips by Polo 13 to 6 and tomorrow it'll be Trenton at Maysville. What a night Southwest Livingston the ball club uh, they played Rockport. Rockport, a very powerful eight-man team. Tonight, they played tonight, and that game was played up at Ludlow. And Rockport wins it 56-22. to But a few minutes ago, Tom Hughes talked it over with Southwest Livingston head coach Albert Foster. Here we go. All righty, we've got Coach Albert Foster uh, from Southwest, the Wildcats, on the line with us tonight. Uh, they hosted Rockport tonight, came out on the short end, 56-22. But since I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, Coach, uh, sounds like a lot of positives taking place. Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, after, especially after our Stewartsville game two weeks ago, we really uh, kind of focused on what, we're, what are we trying to accomplish and just kind of our mindset has been totally different. And that's kind of why I told the boys from the get-go, you know, it's all, everything's a mindset. However, however we're going to go is what our mind is thinking. Okay, so you uh, you put up 22 tonight. How'd you do that, Coach? Uh, going through the air, um, you know, we, we kind of changed up a few things. We uh, we moved our quarterback, Will Hughes, up to a receiver and brought in Tanner, Tanner Singer. Uh, to be our quarterback, uh, one of the senior twins from China. Uh, but we start we started out our first touchdown. We had a 10-yard pass from Tanner to Will. Um, and then we had another one in the second half. We had a 25-yard pass from Tanner to Will. And they got a two-point conversion there from Tanner's brother, Ty, uh, Tucker. And then in the, uh, towards the end of the game, we had a 44-yard pass from Tanner to Colton Neptune. Okay, so it seems like you were very effective throwing it through the air tonight. Uh, so you got Nottaway Valley next Friday night. What do you know about them? You know, uh, I think they're, they're pretty similar to us. I mean, I know they, they're struggling this year. Uh, you know, newly formed co-op. Uh, I think they started their co-op uh, agreement last year. Uh, I do know last year when uh, we played each other um, here at Southwest, it was a close game down to wire. I think it was a four-point game, low scoring for eight men. Um, you know they they do have two wins on the on the team. They play they uh, beat two teams. I feel like that we should have beat. Uh, but you know I, I'm starting to get film on them now, and 
we'll look at that and get ready to go. All right, so, Coach, uh, you, you're putting it up effectively, somewhat effectively, at least through the air. What do you got to work on on this week for you to be effective next Friday night? Um, you know, really our defense. Uh, I, I know we, you know, we scored through the air. Definitely the air game, the, you know, passing was there. But I, I also want to give a big shout to Tucker Singer. Uh, you know, we ran up the middle a lot tonight. Um, I mean, and it wasn't just getting two yards. I mean, he loaded his shoulder and went for I mean, just, you know, most of the time getting five-plus yards a play. Um, just it happened to be our passing ones were the ones that got us in the end zone. But, I mean, T- Tucker was a workhorse. I mean, he... He played one heck of a game, and so I, I do want to give a shout to him. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say our defense. You know, we gotta we gotta be able to stop them. You know, be able to win. And uh, you know, I think there's some there's some things we need to work on on offense, but mostly we need to work on defense. All righty, coach. We appreciate you calling in. We look forward to hearing from you next Friday night. Yep, thank you for the coverage. Thank you. All right, that's Coach Albert Foster, head coach of Southwest Livingston. Albert calls us every Friday. Albert, appreciate it very much, and we'll chat with you again next week. Let's take a time out. Back with more right after this. Travis Heeman, Whitetail Properties Real Estate, specializing in farmland, recreational land, and rural estates. Travis offers traditional real estate listings and auctions. Whitetail Properties averages selling a farm a day in Missouri alone. Call Travis Heeman to learn more. 816-529-7704. Congratulations to all the teams. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Hello to all of Friday Night's players and coaches. Win or lose, we know you made your fans, families, and communities proud. Here at Napa Auto Parts, we are proud to support our communities by offering knowledgeable customer service and quality auto parts. Stop by Napa Auto Parts in Brunswick and Carrollton. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your hosts, Joe All. Now let's run some more scores tonight in the Clarence Cannon. It was Monroe City. They're still unbeaten. They beat Brookfield 58-22. Centralia knocks off Highland 42-6. Clark County shuts out Palmyra 34-0. And Macon, also still unbeaten, they beat South Shelby 40-26. NCMC Marshall beats Fulton on the road 38-8. Hannibal whacks Moberly 53-7. And Kirksville in a shootout gets by Mexico 43-42. Tri-County Blair Oaks over Eldon 76-22. School of the Osage beats Boonville 40-13. California doubles up Versailles 28 to 14 and Hallsville beats Southern Boone 48 to 27. Well tonight we said it was a shootout between Kirksville and Mexico and when the dust was settled Kirksville came away with a 43 to 42 win and a few minutes ago Drew Tully talked it over with Mexico head coach Steve Haig. Joined by Steve Haig, Mexico head football coach and coach tonight you take on Kirksville. Looks like your offense played pretty well. You fall 43-42 though. Yeah, we uh had a really good first half. Had a lot of momentum. Uh, we were up 28-7, uh, and uh, we ended up fumbling the ball. 
and they, you know, get the ball back and they score 28-14 going into halftime, um, which probably we should have carried a three-possession game, a three-touchdown lead into halftime with getting the ball back. And then in the second half, you know, they caught fire a little bit. We struggled to stop them. Um, I think they had six, uh, you know, they had six uh, drives uh, there in the, uh, let's say that five drives in the second half, and they scored on all of them. Um, and so, uh, you know, we had a chance at the end, uh, and uh, probably a little bit my fault. I should have called timeout. Um, uh, I kind of saw what the defense was going to do, and, uh, and uh, didn't, and we threw it up to our receiver, and really just didn't give our receiver a chance and uh they intercepted it that was the end of the ball game but a pretty good battle you know back and forth i thought you know each team got the momentum each team took advantage of what each defense was giving them and uh you know people got to see a lot of offense tonight i know you'd like to have been on the other end of this of course but if you guys are going to make a run in districts and towards the playoffs you're going to have battles like this so to be able to to be able to have this in game time it's kind of hard to replicate that so this should make your team better for down the stretch wouldn't you say yeah, we, you know, um, I think the thing you struggle with is that, uh, you know, our kids played hard enough to win, and I, it, it should have set them up a little bit better. Um, and then uh, this is a big, you know, when you start talking about points in the district, um, you know, this is a big thing for us, and uh, you kind of hate to see those those points go away. Our, our, our district's pretty tight. Um, you know, we need as you know, we need as many points as we as we can because we let a couple go early in the season. Um, and so uh, you want to try to make it as easy as you possibly can in districts. But you're right. I mean, Kirksville, I think, is probably, uh, you know, they're probably as good as any team in our district. So it was a good battle. Um, you know, we saw a lot of guys. We had, we had a couple guys go down tonight uh, with some nagging injuries. So some other guys got on the field. So they got to kind of show what they had. And um, I thought played well. And so uh, that's just, uh, you know, that's part of it. It's going to happen late in the season. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, you, you get frustrated because you kind of see those plays in your head that hurt you. And as a coach, you, you want to make those changes. But I thought there was a lot of positive. I thought we played well. We passed the ball well. Um, you know, we ran the ball outside well. thought we blocked well. And, uh, you know, just, just not enough. Just, uh, just not enough on, on this Friday night. Well, next week you guys will have a chance to bounce back. You play Moberly. What do you know about them this year? Uh, you know, they are, uh, you know, I think that, uh, I think they're kind of young. I think they're, you know, playing some, uh, you know, I think they're playing, you know, two platoon guys and uh, doing that. And so, uh, they're, you know, we're going to have to be ready. We don't ever really play well up there. Um, so we're going to have to be ready to go. And uh, um, it's just always a good battle. So, uh, we're going to have to get ready. We're going to have to, you know, the pity party's over. We're going to have to get back to work, and that's a district opponent. And, you know, we need, you know, we need that win, uh, you know, just in case we're somewhere uh, where we can jump them. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just, uh, you know, just, uh, just tough Friday night, but we'll get over it. We'll get back to work, and we'll get better. Ready to hit it out of the park? Wait, start, start over. Ready for a slam dunk? 
Hang on. Scratch that too. Score the game-winning touchdown with your finances by choosing Gobbert Financial Bank for all your banking needs. They might be bad at sports analogies, but they've got your banking needs covered. Get started today at GobbertFB.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Consumers Oil and Supply Company in Bramer and now in Trenton are proud to support high school activities, working with farmers, ranchers, and residents, providing all your feed, agronomy, farm supply, LP, and fuel. Consumers Oil and Supply Company, serving the area for over 90 years at two locations, Bramer and Trenton. Five decades of country favorites. You found them here. KRLI Malta Bend. It's my favorite station. Curly country. Curly country. Curly country. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football. Right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, let's run a few more scores tonight in the West Central. Adrian beats Crestridge 50-8. Lincoln over Cold Camp 38-34. Slater on the road beats Lone Jack 39-13. Tipton 56-6 winners over Midway. And Windsor beats Wellington Napoleon 40-13. Central Missouri, Rockbridge 48-35 over Columbia Battle. Capital City 42-29 over Sedalia. And Jeff City Helias beats the Jeff City Jays 38-21. Eight-man Concordia falls to Bramer 56-48. Oric knocks off Norburn Harden Central 50-28. St. Paul beats North Shelby 52-24. Sweet Springs over Santa Fe 36-14. And Rockport over Southwest Livingston 56-22. Well, how about the Carrollton Trojans? The Trojans get their first win tonight. It was the Coaches' Cup game, and the Trojans score a couple of touchdowns early, never look back. They beat the Lexington Minutemen 26-6. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller talked it over with Trojans head coach Jason Maiden. I'm joined by head football coach Jason Maiden of the Carrollton Trojans. Coach, special night. Anytime you play the Lexington Minutemen, you know, it's the Coaches' Cup. It's senior night. And, Coach, congratulations on your first career victory as a head coach of the Carrollton Trojans and your career, Carrollton 26, Lexington Minutemen 6. Yeah, thank you. It was a, you know, it was a good night. It was a fun night. And I'm extremely happy for these seniors to end their in their careers on that field with going out on top of the victory. Um, you know, they five of the six of them have been four-year players to this program, and um, there was nothing more than I wanted to send them out with a victory on that field. Well, Coach, you know, I kept I kept rooting for the shutout. Shutout, you know, and they did score late there, but I tell you what, your defense played some great ball, probably some of the great defense I've seen this year by the Trojans. Yeah. Um, they were lights out, you know, like you said, they scored there with about four or five minutes left in the game. Um, kind of hit us on some passes down the, down the sideline, but, um, you know, that stuff happens. Um, but yeah, it was, they played lights out from, you know, maintaining a line of scrimmage to tackling to, you know, end up getting an interception on the two point conversion there after they scored. And, you know, from top to bottom, they really played a sound game all around. Like I said, I think we're about 112 yards given up on the defensive sides unofficially. So anytime you can hold a team, you know, under 150 yards, 170 yards in high school football, they did a great job. Like you said, they flew to the ball, they tackled well. The outside of the boundaries, outside from the tackle to the, the out of bounds. I mean, they, they've done good all year doing that. But tonight they just stepped it up. And I think it was something special. They knew, you know, they this is the game that they can win, they should win, and it's for – you know, the Coaches' Cup with Coach Dan Key and Gil Rector, such great traditions, two of the best to ever do it, Hall of Fame coaches and senior night. You can't ask for anything more, and what a great night of football. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you know, like you said, with 112 yards, that's you know, that's that's an impressive night on the defensive side of the football. Um, and um, you know, with you know, this is the first Coaches Cup win we've had since we started this uh, traveling trophy in 2015, I believe. So it was nice to nice to get that back for not only the guys or not only Coach Key, but the players as well. You know, and I told Drew Thursday in my interview with him that you know two Hall of Fame coaches in the state of Missouri that are battled it out for years and 30 miles or down the road just in the area. You don't get that very often. And it's a special cup and it's a special game. And I hope it's one that we continue for years and years to come. Almost certainly. Now let's jump to the offensive side. Talking about running the ball, you know, you kind of look like the Lexington Minutemen of the past and maybe the Carrollton Trojans back of the 90s, you know. I mean, you ran the ball, you ran it well. Carpenter unofficially 28 carries, 122 yards, two touchdowns. Minnick, your quarterback, I'm telling you what, I, I like the fake pitch and, and took it himself. He had 75 yards on the ground on around 16 carries and two touchdowns also. They did a great job running the ball tonight, Coach. They did. Um, Aiden Carpenter, you know, that's about the, the amount of yardage he had against Nam Nostra's run. He, he's really ran the ball well, you know, the last couple of weeks. And, and Parker as well, good to get him back going. He had a big ninth week one against Fayette. And, um, we've kind of went to Carpenter and Porter Iser that ran the ball. But getting both those guys going was big. And, you know, the, the, it all starts up front with our O-line. And it, and it started tonight with our two seniors, Glennon Satterley and Christian Wagner, who – you know, they're our biggest, two biggest O-linemen, and they've been both three-year starters of the four years they've been involved in this program. And I was excited to, you know, have 200 yards rushing and, and be those guys were pumped after the game, and it was, it was a fun night. Yeah, I actually got to talk to Carpenter a little bit coming out. You know, I said, hey, great game. We'd run the ball. And it was a smile. It was a tired smile, but, you know, as a senior – you know, and battling for four years like they have been, it's it's a great thing for them guys. And I saw the excitement after the game. You know, they were jumping down, up and down. And, and well, so, I mean, they work hard in the summer. People understand that don't coach football, all the weight programs and stuff you go through and the bruises, the cuts, the blood. Um, but they were really celebrating. I see you kind of, hey, stay humble. Let's line up, shake their hands. We'll celebrate when we get down to the end zone. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and, you know, like you said, it is a long season. You know, it starts, you know, we started there around Memorial Day back in May. Um, and we had a really good summer in the weight room. And, you know, we've done a lot of good things as we went on the last six weeks. And it just hasn't come out in our favor on the on the scoreboard. And uh, But it did tonight. And like I said, I'm so happy for our seniors. You know, uh, Christian Wagner, Glennon Satterley, Caden Wolf, Houston Barter, Aiden Carpenter, and Wyatt Teeman have all been a huge part of this program and are setting the standard for the future classes to come. Well, Coach, I'm glad you mentioned those seniors. I was getting ready to say, Coach, won't you mention them? And you did. Hey, Coach, I know Coach Key's proud of you. I know Greg Huff down there in Booville's proud of you. I know I'm proud of you. The rest of the alumni, the Carrollton Trojans, who used to put on that red and white jersey and ballot against Lexington every year, we're proud of you, Coach. Keep it up. You got a hard one next week. We're going to travel down the road to Holden. Good ball team. Um, but give us a call back here. You won't be giving me a call, but give them guys a call to here. Um, always uh, celebrate your players, uh, what your program's doing. We are proud of you, Coach. I will. Thank you all very much. I appreciate your coverage.
Okay, that's Coach Jason Maiden, head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. Trojans get their first win tonight. They win the Coaches' Cup game. They beat Lexington 26-6. Well, the Sweet Springs Greyhounds, they bounce back. They get a nice win tonight as they beat Santa Fe in our tribal game, 36-14. Move their record to 4-3. and three. And right now we've got Jeff Holtzman, head coach of Sweet Springs, on line one. And, hey, Jeff, a nice win tonight. Kind of an old rival, Santa Fe. But that's a, I guess that's the first time Sweet Springs and Santa Fe have played at least an eight-man football and you come out with a big W. Yeah, it's, it's always been a real good rivalry. It's always tough, hard fought games. And it's yeah, it's been a few years since we've been able to play them and um it's a hard fought game the first half. Uh we went up fourteen six and uh we had a big play right before the half. They had the ball on our fifteen yard line and went back to pass. We got some pressure on the quarterback and uh, freshman cornerback Joy Rapp stepped up, made a real nice interception to keep them off the board, and gave you know we were able to hang on to the lead going into the halftime. Well, and uh, before we go any further, Jeff, a nice win for you. I, you get our Character Kid of the Week award for last week, and the reason why I say that you called us and we somehow dropped your call last week, and you turned around and called us back later on, and it was after a losing effort. I mean, you fell last week to a very good Oric team and played a good ball game against them, but you come up short. But I really appreciate you making the effort to after we dropped the call to turn around and call us again, especially after a losing effort. And I really appreciate you doing that. I just want to tell you that on the air. Uh, thank you, Joe. Yeah, we really appreciate your coverage and all of our fans, you know, love listening to your show and great to be a part of it. Well, and, and uh, Jeff, like say, uh, you got to be pretty happy with your defense tonight. You hold Santa Fe to a touchdown, one touchdown in each half. That's pretty good in eight-man football. Yeah, our defense really played extremely well. Our defensive line really stepped up, and Santa Fe is pretty big up front. They run the ball really well, and uh, Senior Dallin Johnson had an excellent game as Seth Rader and Corbin Zimmersheed, Trenton Simmons, our four-man front, really really did a nice job tonight. Well, nice to talk about those defensive linemen. Who else played well for the Sweet Springs Greyhounds tonight? Uh, senior quarterback uh, Blake Schrager had 235 yards rushing and four touchdowns. And Tanner Dorman, our junior tight end, got us on the board early. Caught a nice 31-yard uh, touchdown pass and, and really got us going. And offensive line did a great job blocking, open up holes for Schrader. And just an overall very good team effort. And Santa Fe really played hard tonight and did some good things. And they got a good young up-and-coming team. And so we're very fortunate to get out of there with a victory tonight. You know, there are a lot of challenges involved with being a head coach, but I would think one of the biggest challenges a head coach could face would be making the switch from either 8-man to 11-man or 11-man to 8-man football, and that's exactly what you guys have done this year. You've had a lot of success at the 11-man level, had a couple of real good teams the last couple of years, but this year you make the switch to 8-man, but looks like you guys have made the adjustment pretty effectively. Yeah, our kids have really bought into it and have done a great job. And, yeah, it is a, a challenge, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. It's quite a bit different. But uh, like I said our kids are really, you know, listening and executing our game plan pretty well. So, you know, we're feeling pretty good about where we're at right now. Well, with the win tonight, that puts you on the winning side of the ledger again. You're 4-3. and three. you got a couple of home games left during the regular season. Next week you play Archie, and I imagine that's a team Sweet Springs probably has not played in the past. I'm just guessing that. And then in two weeks you've got a, another arch-rival game. Concordia comes to Sweet Springs. 
Yeah, we've been on the road the last three weeks, so it's going to be really nice to get back home for our final two regular season games. And uh, Archie was undefeated going into the nine. Not sure what they did, but they have a very, very talented team, and we've got to do a great job of practice this week and getting prepared for them. Well, Jeff, you do a great job. Appreciate the call. Thanks for staying up late with us and give us a buzz. Like I say, a couple of home games coming up the next couple of weeks, so give us a call after that Archie game. We'll talk uh, Greyhound football again. All right, thank you, Jeff. Okay, see you, Jeff. That's Jeff Holtzman, head coach of the Sweet Springs Greyhounds. Again, they win tonight as they beat one of their rivals, Santa Fe. They beat the Chiefs 36-14. to Well, let's hear the other side of the story now. we got Danny Capps, head coach of Santa Fe. Again, Sweet Springs wins it 36-14. to And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with uh, Danny Capps. All right, up next, we've got Coach Danny Capps from Santa Fe. Uh, coach came out on the short end tonight, 34 to 14 to Sweet Springs. Um, what can you tell me about the ball game? Well, uh, I think that we played them tough and our effort was there. Uh, we had a major injury tonight where uh, yeah, I just called his dad a little bit ago, but we had Trevor Case, our supporting guard and D tackle. Um, it's another freak deal, kind of like in week four, um, where he had a guy fly into his leg, wasn't expecting it, and his uh, tibia and fibula broken right above his ankle. Oh. And, uh, it, was, it was rough to see him because he's a tough kid, and you could tell he was hurting for sure. Um, but, you know, that, that created even more of moving and change people around and I mean it, it got to an extent where uh, you know our starting quarterback all season Cole Hostad late in the third in the fourth quarter was lining up at guard for us at times wow yeah you just personnel wise you do what you can do and that's about it you know all righty, Coach, uh, change, change the tune here a little bit. Who played well for you tonight? A better. You know, I mean, he played four different positions tonight. Um, scored one of our touchdowns just because he is a tough kid. I mean, we've, we've got a bunch of Hofstetters, graduated one last year, and, you know, all those guys are cousins, and they, they all play tough. They play hard. Um, and you can't keep him down for very long, you know. Um, Dash Wilsey, we, um, he actually went out in an ambulance last week. He thought he was gone for the season, uh, but he scored our other touchdown tonight. Um, Landon Hostetter, uh, you know, hats off to him. Um, we had him at quarterback some tonight just because he's – he throws the ball well. You know, he's a catcher in the spring, and he's pretty good at that. So, um, you know, he, he did that for us the best that he could tonight, too. And, you know, those guys definitely, and, and everybody, the effort part was there. It's just a matter of, you know, where do we go next? Okay, Coach, next Friday night, you've got Bramer at home for senior night for you. Uh, going in tonight, you were both four and two. What do you know about Bramer, and what are you going to have to do to be successful? I know they have a heck of a quarterback, and he's only a sophomore. Um, last year, you know, 
he played incredibly against us and really a lot of other teams too. He's doing the same thing this year. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to look closely enough at the passing yardage and uh, touchdowns, but if he's not number one in the state for eight man, then he's definitely top three. Um, and then, you know, I mean, we definitely want to put some pressure on him, but when he gets out of the pocket, he becomes just as dangerous as if he was in there comfortable and throwing ball. All righty, Coach, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, I hope you get your kids healthy. I know the one tonight is probably gone for the season for you, but uh, uh, thoughts with your players and, and good luck uh, heading in next Friday night. Well, thank you. As usual, we'll do our best there, and uh, I appreciate you all covering eight-man football in Missouri. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's Danny Capps, head coach of the Santa Fe Chiefs. Again, the Chiefs fall tonight to Sweet Springs, 36-14. Always appreciate Danny giving us a call. He calls every every Friday night, win, lose, or draw. And I appreciate that, Danny. Well, the Marceline Tigers don't look now, but the Tigers are getting hot at the right time. Really got off to a slow start this year after last year's second-place finish in the state. But a new head coach this year, Joey Peterson, takes over from Coach Mark Ross. Mark moved on down to Southern. Boone, but Marceline now has is uh, really playing well. They got uh, wins uh, the last they've won three games in a row now. They beat Fayette, beat Salisbury, and tonight they beat Scotland County. Uh, the final there, forty-one to seventeen. And a few minutes ago, it was Tom talking it over with Marceline's head coach Joey Peterson. We go. Okay, now we've got Coach uh, Joey Peterson from Marceline. Marceline, a 41-17 winner over Scotland County tonight. Coach, uh, what was the key to the ball game for you? Uh, you know, taking care of the football and uh, creating havoc for them and taking taking the ball away when they're on offense was, was huge for us. We had several turnovers uh, that, uh, that went, it went in our direction, and that helps uh, pick six. I uh, should have had a couple others with, with a quick whistle shut that down. But, uh, you know, the, the boys played well on defense, uh, swarming around, getting to the football. Um, and offensively, I, I thought we had a really good effort. Uh, O-line was uh, was pretty solid most of the night. Uh, we ran the ball well. That set up a pass. Our, uh, our quarterback, Kanan, he went uh, he went eight eight for nine or seven for eight, one with one or the other, and, and had a good evening. Uh, very efficient with the ball and, and just making good decisions and, and taking care of the football. All right, Coach, you, you you put on 26 points in the first half. Did you do that through the air, or was that a combination of uh, turnovers and, and, and on the ground? How would you do that? Uh, you know, we started out, we drove the ball down, scored. Um, let's see, then, then we had pick six. Defense came up big there, and, and uh, the, the offense there, they were running the ball well. Uh, and set up the pass for us. So a nice bounce attack was uh, was beneficial for us this evening. And and uh, the boys are just working. They're 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 getting better and better each week. And that's all you can ask for. Okay, so uh, you've got West Tran next week, and yeah. uh, I haven't seen their score yet tonight. But the conference wise, heading in tonight, you were both two and one. Uh, what do you got? What do you know about them, and what do you got to do to be successful next week? Uh, we're going to have to stop the run. They're big. They're physical. Uh, they're well coached. Coach Lawson does a good job over there. Um, but we've also got to got to got to 
be aware and then keep tight ends from slipping down the field on us. We did that a little bit tonight against Scotland County. We've got to get hands on those tight ends and not give them free release and passing situations and uh, just be on top of that and not give up any big plays and continue to make them earn it all the way down the field. Ben, don't break defense. And, uh, and we've got, we've on the offense, we've got to continue to take care of the football and, uh, and execute our blocking schemes and, and, and just give it everything we've got every snap. Coach, what was your secret to, to moving the ball tonight against Scotland County? Uh, you know, I, Coach, uh, Coach Linebaugh does a great, great job calling plays over there. He, uh, he kept the defense on their heels, and, and uh, it was a combination of his good play calling, our execution, and, and uh, we've got some playmakers out there. Uh, stuff slowed down when, when we've got things clicking. All righty, Coach, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, look forward to hearing from you again next Friday night. Good luck uh, against West Grand. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Well, we have one undefeated coach, and again, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for that uh, that call from Joey Peterson. Joey Peterson, the head coach of Marceline, and again, the Tigers have won three games in a row, and they get that nice win tonight over Skyland County. And with that win, Marceline moves their record to three and one in Lewis and Clark, so they're still in the middle of that conference race at three and one. Well, we have one undefeated team left in eight-man football, and that would be the Oric Bearcats. The Bearcats move their record to seven and zero tonight as they knock off. Uh, a good ball club. Uh, they knock off Norburn Harden Central 50 to 28. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller talked it over with Oryx head coach Kirk Thacker. I'm on the phone with head football coach of Oryx Bobcats, Kirk Thacker. Coach, you moved your record 7 to 0 over Norburn Harden Aggie, a team that's totally dear to your heart. I know that. Final score 50 to 28, coach. Yeah, it was a, uh, a game that I could have uh, done without. Um, you know, we, we ended up, uh, winning the ball game. Um, we, uh, all the boys over there, uh, were teammates of my son and I coached all of them, uh, for years. And so a lot of special memories, uh, between the, uh, the boys and I and, and, uh, and, and how many times I've, uh, I've coached on that field. And so, uh, you know, we, we went out and we had a, uh, a very good game plan. We were without our, uh, uh, our running back for the second week. Uh, now, uh, Jackson Miller has a pulled hamstring. He's, he's almost back 100%, but we decided we'd keep him out another week. And so, uh, we relied on our passing game. Xander Stevenson does a very good job for us, a quarterback, and our offensive line does, uh, just a great job. And, and, uh, Nolan Worley. Uh, caught uh, quite a few passes tonight. I think he had three or four touchdowns he caught, um, and and it's just uh, turned into a a really really good uh, weapon to have uh, for us going into the future. Well, like you said, you're out with the standout player, Jax Miller. I I seen a picture a couple of days ago. Tim sent me of his hamstring, and you know, and yeah. and it was one of them deals where you have a tough tough game next week with, with South Shelby, and you know this game. It's the next guy up, and I tell you what, you know, Jax came out. I think you said the third play last week, and your yeah. team really rose, and they really uh, did a fine job in that win. And here, you know, put fifty points up on the board and played good without him. So a good precautionary yeah. thing, but it's always nice to see Jax back there running, leads the the state in rushing an eight man, and, and probably one of the top Correct. ten backs in the nation. So and being right. out almost two games, I'm going to be nice to have a fresh guy back here in the backfield next week. 
Yeah, he'll be fresh. His line is uh, pretty excited to have him back. And, and uh, yeah, we, we do just prove to ourselves that, uh, uh, you know, uh, we can play without Jackson if we had to. And uh, what, a, what a great thing to find out. And, you know, we've got uh, two or three other weapons that we can rely on when they're trying to shut him down. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be a really tough game next week. Uh, we're we're uh, pretty happy with uh, St. Paul uh, beating uh, North Shelby tonight and ending their uh, undefeated season. Um, they kind of worried us. So uh, it's good to see the team that we've beaten has beat them. And, and I'll be giving uh, St. Paul uh, a call and, and uh, getting a little advice from them this uh, next week. Oh, sure. Yeah, they came in that game 6-0. and and yep. like you said, they lost to St. Paul Luther night, fifty-two to twenty-four. So it's yep. always nice to to play a team that that lost a team that you've beaten. So and then right. you know, with your with your back back there, fresh to go, ready to put on another three hundred yard performance. It seems yep. like, and yep. everybody else played without him. I think there's a great confidence factor coming into the end of the season. That's when you want it, right, Coach? At the end of the season, starting district play. Oh yeah, we uh, we've been. Uh when pushing things, trying to get things ready for uh, for districts, and, and uh, you know these guys uh, sure do make me look good. Um, you know, I, I don't play any plays, and I just facilitate, and and uh, they they work hard for me, and they they do as I've uh, told them to, and and uh, uh, it really has been a pleasure to coach them this year, and and they've uh, they've done a fine job, and and uh, they're pretty excited, and, and uh, you know I've. I had one season where we went undefeated, we went 10-0. and um, This season, it's a possibility. I keep telling them to keep dreaming. So, 7-0, uh, and we're pretty happy. All right, I'm joined by head football coach for Bearcats, Kirk Thacker. They run 7-0 and on this season. State ranked in eight-man football. Let's throw that out there for everybody also. Um, win 50-20 to over Norman Harden Central, a team that's dear to his heart. Like I said, it's a bittersweet win, and it's – but uh, you'll take that win, and you'll have uh, South Shelby next week. Coach, give us a call back on fifth quarter. We always love talking to you. I sure will. Thank you, and thanks for all the coverage. <clears throat> okay, that's Coach Kirk Thacker, and, of course, some better get the cake out of my mouth here. <laughs> but, again, uh, Oric wins tonight. They move their record to 7-0, and and they get a nice 50-28 to win over Norburn Harden Central. And, you know, Tom, that had to be kind of an emotional win for Coach Thacker. He coached at Norburn Harden Central, had many good years there, a lot of success, and I'm sure mixed feelings when you go back and play against some of those guys you used to coach, but uh, took care of business and got a nice win. Definitely a nice win, and, and it is. You know, it's tough to go back, and they say you, you can't go back or shouldn't go back. Uh, it's it's tough thing to go back and, and try and win on your old turf. Well, tonight, the uh, North Shelby Ball Club, first loss for them is St. Paul. St. Paul trucks up into Shelbyville. They beat North Shelby, the final there, 52-24. to And a few minutes ago, Drew Tully had a chance to talk it over with the North Shelby head coach, David Stuckey. Now on the fifth quarter show, joined by Dave Stuckey, the North Shelby head football coach. And, Coach, this week you guys play a tough St. Paul team in fall 52-24. Talk about the game a little bit. Um, well, there's a nice back-and-forth game, and then St. Paul's kind of there late in the second quarter really started taking physical control of it. Um, and really, you know, that was a really um, the issue is they forced the game upon us and made us, you know, made us, made us like it, really. I mean, they played just more physical than we did, um, played more consistent, and the final score shows that. 
when you scored 24 points, 18 of which came in the first half, uh, what led to the offensive success? How did you score those points tonight? Well, um, in the first half, um, we had a touchdown, a 55-yard touchdown run by Amos Fredrickson, um, a 40-yard touchdown pass to Casey Shockley, and a 55-yard touchdown pass to Brendan McDaniel. I mean, we had a lot of offensive production tonight, but it was just like I said, the game turned on the physicality, and you know their defense stiffened any time we got across, you know, and got down close to the red zone. We were very ineffective, and um, they forced a couple turnovers, and they just you know whooped us when it mattered. Well, it's your first loss of the season. You're six and one on the year, so it's been a good season. What do you plan on working on practice this week to get you guys to bounce oh, back? Oh, we have plenty to work on. Trust me. Um, you know, we've got to get back. You know, to those fundamentals, we've got to make sure that we come downhill and force the fit. We got to trust our brothers. Um, you know, in eight-man football, you got to make sure you um, fit correctly when they're going to be a power run team. Um, you know, they're very good and very physical at the point of attack at blocking, and we've got to have defensive backs step up. We've got to have linebackers fill holes. We've got to have defensive linemen maintain their gap control. Um, you know, it's just going to be a back to the fundamentals and, you know, a little bit of a gut check. You know, we're going to get back and get a little physical in practice. And, um, you know, you know, there's, you know, no magic, you know, pill to it. Um, you know, we just have to get better at our fundamentals. The next week he's going to work. I know they've got a very strong run game. They've had a great season thus far. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, and, you know, anytime you play a coach, you know, Thacker team, you know, they're going to be very physical. They're going to run downhill. They're going to be very disciplined. Um, you know, and so we've got our hands full tonight with an, you know, our next, you know, with another great running back. You know, Jaden Magger tonight really um, did real good, and the Hartwood kid, you know, kept the pressure off on him. And so, um, you know, we're going to have to make sure that we bring multiple guys to the tackle and rally and um, get guys on the ground. Okay, that's David Stuckey. David, the head coach of North Shelby, very faithful caller. They don't lose very often, but they did tonight. They fall to a real good St. Paul team, 52-24. to And again, that's North Shelby's first loss of the year. St. Paul with that win tonight. The Saints moved to 6-1. and So, Coach uh, C.J. Gifford's got that bunch playing very well right now. So, congratulations to the Saints' long trip up to North Shelby. Next week, North Shelby will take on Oric. Well, the Slater Wildcats. Cats get their second win of the year tonight. Uh, they go on the road. They head into Lone Jack in a conference game. Slater comes away with a 39-13 win. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with Slater Wildcat head coach Chris Audsley. Okay, we've got uh, Coach Chris Audsley from Slater. Coach had a 39-13 win over Lone Jack tonight, um, and you played at Lone Jack. Uh, tell me about the ball game. Uh, so we got the opening uh, kickoff, so we started on offense. Drove uh, the ball on him, scored first uh, rather quickly. Uh, Christian Audsley got the touchdown and scored a two-point conversion uh, on the road. Kickoff, uh, they ended up running it back on us. Uh, so it was an 8-6 game. We got the ball back, took us a while. Uh, it was kind of back and forth. We scored again, and then uh, they scored late in the second quarter. So it was 16-13. Uh, we missed the field goal. Could have put us up six, but we didn't. Uh, third quarter, we kind of opened it up with a pick six, ran a punt back. Uh, Kenya Minutes ran a 50-plus yard uh 
run around the side. So we kind of got the ball mixed around to all the kids tonight. Everyone got a little bit of scoring. Uh, defensive line, offensive line, amazing jobs tonight. They uh, took what we tried to teach them all week. They actually put it to work this week and uh, come out with the win. All righty. Well, congratulations on the win. Uh, I, you mentioned a few names in there. Who, who played well for you, uh, both on the offensive side and defensive side? Um, Jace Case uh, did the majority of our running. Uh, Christian Osler got the end up getting the scores on the runs. Jace's legs were getting a little tired from running. He had 165 yards tonight. Uh, Kenyon Menace, great on offense, played middle linebacker tonight for us. Um, Brandon Terrell, he ended up getting the pick six and the uh, punt return for a touchdown. Uh, Seth Hunsaker took over quarterback tonight. Our starter, uh, Grayson Zeibel, was injured tonight, didn't get to play. Uh, so Seth took over the reins, and uh, he did a really well, good job tonight of uh, taking control of our offense. Okay. So, uh, Coach, you uh, travel to – actually, you host Wellington Napoleon next week. What do you know about them? Um, Wellington's a, a power running team from what we've seen in film. Uh, they like to run the ball. They're, they got a running back 44, does an amazing job. He's going to be hard to take down. Um, so we got to, you know, finish up what we've been working on this week, getting our line, defensive line going low. I think it's the first week we've actually done that and uh, come out to win. So if we can do that against them, get that run stoppage, um, you know, it, it should be a good game. Hopefully we'll come out with the win. It's at home. It's our uh, – fall festival week so we should have a good crowd out friday okay. night okay coach you mentioned staying low other other things you're going to be working on this week to get you ready uh we're going to be working a little more on our throwing game with seth he hasn't seen a whole lot of reps um tonight passing game wasn't quite where we wanted it to be um it may have been nerves i don't know but uh, we're going to be working on that um keep working with our running backs and try to get a few more people uh into the running game so we can get some fresh legs. Um, you know, we've been kind of leaning on one or two, and with Dustin Simmons out, guys have had to pick up the slack. So uh, Dom Gilson ran for us in the fourth quarter tonight, and he averaged six yards of carry there at the end for us. Uh, he's usually a lineman, but we put a running back number on him tonight just to see what he could do, and he, he did well. So we'll see. All righty, Coach, thank you for calling in. We look forward to hearing from you next Friday night. Absolutely. Thanks for the coverage. Okay, that's Coach Chris Osley, head coach of Slater. Appreciate him calling every week. And folks, we're down to our last interview. Mike Thompson of Fayette's becoming our late-night caller. Last The last couple of years, it's been Jake Bensel of Windsor. Jake, of course, has moved on, but uh, I always enjoyed talking to him late. Now, Mike Thompson's kind of our late-night warrior. And, hey, the Fayette Falcons, they get a nice win tonight. They beat Salisbury 48-28. to And with that win, Fayette moves their record to 5-2. and two. They're 4-1 and one in conference play, a half game behind Harrisburg. They play Harrisburg next week. That should be a great game. And a few minutes ago, Chick talked it over with Mike Thompson, Fayette head coach. I'm joined by the head football coach of the Fayette Falcons, Mike Thompson, took on a conference foe in Salisbury. Coach came out on the big end of the stick tonight, 48-28. Yeah, you know, it was a game that I was pretty concerned going in. They're a much improved football team than they've been in, the, in recent years. Uh, got some guys that are doing some really nice things. They are down a couple of guys that, due to injury. But, uh, you know, I, I knew they were going to come out firing on all central cylinders and be, you know, pretty motivated. And that's what we got. And uh, so, yeah, it was a big win for us. It's something we needed to get done. And now, uh, you know, kind of kind of sets the table for next week for us. 
Yeah, before we get to that big game next week against Harrisburg, senior night in Fayette is always a special time. How many seniors you got on your squad this year, Coach? And why don't you name them for us? You want me to name them all, too? <laughs> if I'm putting you on the spot, I'm sorry. But, no, that's no yeah. problem. We, we have nine of them, and so you might have to count so in case I forget any. But okay. uh, we have Mello Hockaday, Zane Franz, um, Wesley Miner, uh, Malachi Graves, Hayden Kelly, Ben Wells, uh, Chase Allen Jackman, uh, Caleb McComb. Is that eight or nine? That's eight. And I'm going to have to get back to you on the other one. Oh, DJ Moore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot him. I know. How do you forget DJ Moore? I mean, <laughs> that's a great question. He had a great night tonight, too. I was, yeah, I was wondering how did DJ do tonight, coach? He had a big night. You know, we went into the game, and I really felt like going into this football game that him running the football was something we needed to do. Uh, it was a good. A really good matchup. There was some stuff that we do offensively that I felt like was going to be a good matchup with what they do defensively, and that was him carrying the ball. And we, you know, we get a stop. They had a they had, they ran the ball at us really effectively in the first part of the game, and we really struggled. But we did get a little help from a holding penalty when they had the ball down inside our five yard line, and then we were able to get off the field in four plays. We marched the field get out past midfield, get a penalty, sits us behind the sticks, we end up turning it over at half at midfield, and they get the ball back, and they go down and get a touchdown and go up 6 nothing. The very next play from scrimmage for us, D.J. Moore takes an ISO play to the house, and he, he went around some people, went through some people, went over some people, and ran away from everybody else down the sideline on one of the best sideline tiptoe runs I've seen in a long time. Uh, and that was just kind of the beginning for him. He, you know, he ran the ball really well um, at multiple different places. He was always good for eight to ten yards, pretty much every time he touched it. So he was, uh, he was a big factor in tonight's game plan. And then defensively, he also was DJ. You know, we, I don't think it was his best defensive game by any by any means, especially early. But as he got things figured out, and as our defense kind of got things figured out. Uh, we were able to shut down the run, and then I started looking out there, okay, that's the DJ that I'm used to right there because he was making uh, every tackle in the second half. Well, Coach, I'm going to find him on Facebook. I'm going to tell him you forgot his name. But anyway, no, I'm just giving you our time. But, Coach, you know, last week we talked about, you know, you're healthy. Uh, you clean up some of those crazy mistakes. I know I've seen him in the early season of week one, which seems like it's been a year ago. And you get to the end of the season now, you know, five and two on the season. You're going to have a big battle and a big test next week. Um, when you play Harrisburg, they're five and two. Yeah, we are. And, you know, we're still making a lot of mistakes. So this is a game where we really had control of this football game. They went up 6 nothing. We scored the next 20 um, on three possessions and really took control of the football game. And it never really felt as close as it ended. You know, it kind of was. Uh, we were up 48 to, to 20, I think, or 22 there. Uh, they scored a touchdown at the end. And we were literally at the one-yard line going in. Uh, we took a knee there to end the game. But, uh, you know, some of this, you know, we're getting some stuff figured out on the offensive side of the ball, and I think that's some of that's you know that's a big reason why we're having some success in moving the ball. But at the same time, we had a ton of penalties tonight, um, a lot of holding penalties, 
uh, we had some on the defensive side too. We had some personal foul issues that we have to get cleaned up. Things that good football teams don't do, and we were able to overcome them. We we had several holding penalties, and we ended up with you know fourth and or second and twenty five. And you're going well. You don't not a whole lot of plays for that, and we end up getting a first down. So I was really happy with the way we overcame our mistakes. But we're making way too many mistakes to to win games as we go down the stretch of a district run. I understand, Coach. I'm here with Coach Mike Thompson, head football coach Fayette. They get a big win tonight, 48 to 28 over Salisbury. They got Harrisburg next week. Coach, as always, give us a call next week. I'll be up at Holden, so I'll miss your call. But I'll be listening to you um, on the fifth quarter show on the way back. Hey, I'll do it. I appreciate it, and good luck, Deer Hunt. Hey, thank you, buddy. Okay, that's Mike Thompson, head coach of the Fayette Falcons. They're playing well right now. They have that big game with Harrisburg next week. And, uh, of course, you've got Harrisburg undefeated in conference play, Fayette Marceline with one loss. So that'll be a big one. All right, folks, we're about, that's about it for us tonight. We're going to run the scores one more time, give you the scores, the standings, and the schedule for next week. Then Tom and I are going to get out of here. And thanks again to Aaron on the board. Great job. Donnie on the phone. Savannah's helped us on the phone. Chick and Drew interviewing. We've had a good crew here tonight, so I appreciate Appreciate everybody's help. Okay, Tom, let's go ahead. Let's start with the MRVC East. All righty. In the MRVC East, Carrollton defeated Lexington tonight 26-6. Richmond defeated Holden uh, in the last few seconds of the ball game, 26-20. Higginsville, 76. Knob Noster, nothing. Okay, MRVC East. Higginsville atop the conference right there. They're 3-0. and They can wrap up at least a tie for the conference championship with a win if they get a win next week. Uh, you've got then Knob Noster and Richmond a game back at 2-1. Uh, and one. Uh, Holden and Carrollton both 1-2. and two. Next week, Carrollton will be on the road. They'll be at Holden. It'll be Knob Noster. Uh, the Panthers, they will host Richmond next Friday night and it'll be Higginsville. They'll make the trip to Lexington. All righty. MRVC West. Tonight we had uh, center over Odessa, 62-14. Harrisonville, 35. Clinton, 7. Pleasant Hill, 43. Warrensburg, 21. Lincoln Prep, 42. Oak Grove, 22. That was a non-conference game. So in the MRVC West, Right now, you've got two undefeated teams. Pleasant Hill, they're 7-0 overall, 5-0 in conference play. Kansas City Center, also 7-0. They're 4-0 in conference play. Then you've got everybody else in the conference with at least two losses. So it's going to boil down to Pleasant Hill and Center. And guess what? They play each other next week. Pleasant Hill goes, or Center goes to Pleasant Hill. It'll be Clinton. They will be at home to host Warrensburg next week. Harrisonville will have a home game against Oak Grove and Odessa. They'll have a non-conference game. The Bulldogs will travel to Chillicothe. All righty. In the Lewis and Clark, uh, Fayette defeated Salisbury 48-28. Harrisburg defeated West Strand 28-18. Marceline 41. Scotland County 17. And Russellville, 38, Paris, nothing. All right, we mentioned this just a minute ago. Harrisburg, the only undefeated team in the conference at 4-0 and right now. Fayette at 4-1 and and Marceline at 3-1. and So still a lot up in the air in that conference. Next week, that big matchup, that showdown between Harrisburg and Fayette, that game will be played at Fayette. Elsewhere in the LNC next week, Marceline, they will make the trek to Westrand. Paris will be on the road. They'll go to Scotland County. And Salisbury will step outside of the conference. They'll pay, play Confluence Prep Academy. All righty, as we... Head on 
uh, in the Midland, Midland Empire, uh, St. Pius, uh, 50, Benton, 6, uh, Cameron, 50, Lafayette, 6, uh, Savannah, 21, Chillicothe, 7, and Lutheran and Maryville. I guess they're playing they play tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon. So right now you got Savannah, the only under undefeated team in the conference. Savannah, a perfect 4-0. You've got Maryville and St. Pius both with one loss in conference play. So that's still quite a bit up in the air there. Next week, Benton, uh, they will be uh, at home to take on Cameron. Elsewhere in the Midland Empire, Chillicothe has a non-conference game there at home to play Odessa. St. Joe Lafayette goes to St. Pius. Maryville will be at Savannah. That should be a good game. Uh, those games all next week in the Midland Empire. All righty. In the KCI tonight, East Buchanan 62, Plattsburgh 6, West Platte 10, Lathrop 8, Nor uh, Lawson 45, North Platte 12, and Mid Buchanan 21, Hamilton 8. All right, right now in the KCI, you've got two undefeated teams, Mid Buchanan and East Buchanan, both 5 and 0 in conference play. They will play each other next week. Lost in the game back at 4 and 1, so basically that's a three-team race right now. Looking at next week's schedules, we said Mid Buchanan will travel to East Buchanan, Lost and they will make the trip to Lathrop and elsewhere in the KCI will be North Platte. They'll be on the road at West Platte and Penny of Hamilton. They travel to Plattsburgh. All righty, moving right along to the Grand River Conference. Gallatin 30, Putnam County 20, um, Milan 49, South Harrison 20, and Bunt, uh, Princeton 13. And Polo 6. Trend will play Maysville. That game will start at 11 o'clock tomorrow. That game will be played at Maysville. Right now, two undefeated teams in the Grand River, Gallatin and Trenton. Gallatin's 5-0, and Trenton 4-0, and pending their game with Maysville tomorrow. Well, guess what? Gallatin and Trenton will play next week. And you've got, uh, right now, Maysville one game back at 3-1. and But, again, they play Trenton tomorrow. So, looking at the uh, schedule next week in the Grand River, Gallatin will travel to Trenton. Again, both those teams undefeated. Maysville will be at Putnam County. Milan will be at home to play Polo. And it will be uh, Princeton. Princeton will be at home to play South Harrison. All right, in the Clarence Cannon uh, Conference, Monroe City 58, Brookfield 22, Centralia 42, Highland 6, Clark County 34, Palmyra 0, Macon 40, uh, South Shelby 26. Well, you got two teams atop the conference right now. Macon and Monroe City both 7-0, 5-0 in conference play. Centralia one game back at 4-1, uh, 6-1 and and overall, so that's still a still a big three-team race. And You know, it seems like so many big games next week, and that's the case in the Clarence Cannon. It'll be Macon. They'll be on the road to play Monroe City. Again, both those teams undefeated. Brookfield will travel to Clark County. Centralia will be at home to play South Shelby. That should be a good game too, and it will be Highland. They will host Palmyra. All those games next week in the Clarence Cannon Conference. All righty, in the NCMC, uh, Marshall 38, Fulton 8, Hannibal 53, Moberly 7, Kirksville 43, 
uh, Mexico 42. Hannibal has wrapped up at least a tie for that conference championship. No surprise. Hannibal, perennial power there. <clears throat> Hannibal 4-0 in conference play. Kirksville a game back at 3-1. and And then you've got uh, Mexico and Marshall at 2-2. Two and two. And looking at the schedule next week, Fulton will travel to Kirksville. Hannibal will come to Marshall, and it'll be Kirksville. They will be at home to host Fulton. All righty, moving on to the Tri-County. Blair Oaks, 76, Eldon, 22, Osage, 40, Boonville, 13, California, 28, Versailles, 14, uh, Southern Boone, 20, uh, excuse me, Hallsville, 48, Southern Boone, 27. All right, next week in the Tri-County, or well, in the standings in the Tri-County, Blair Oaks, they're 7-0 overall, a perfect 5-0 in conference play. One other team with one loss, Osage at four and one. So basically, you've got a two-team race right now between Blair Oaks and Osage. Blair Oaks undefeated. Osage with one loss. Booneville and Southern Boone and Hallsville all have two losses. Next week it'll be Blair Oaks. They'll be at home to play Hallsville. Booneville will travel to Versailles. It'll be California hosting Eldon. And also next week, uh, School of the Osage. They'll have a home game against Southern Boone. All righty, in the West Central Conference, Adrian 50, Crestridge 8, Lincoln 38, Colt Camp 34, Slater 39, Lone Jack 13, Tipton 56, Midway 6, Windsor 40, Wellington 13. Very interesting in the West Central. Three teams at 6-1 and one now. Cold Camp, Adrian, and Lincoln all tied at 6-1. and one. Everybody else has at least three losses in that conference. So three-team battle right now. Three teams with identical records and only two weeks left in the season. Two of those teams will play next week. Cold Camp will travel to Adrian elsewhere in the uh, West Central Conference next week. Crestridge will be at home to face Windsor. Lincoln will have a home game against Midway. Lone Jack will face Tipton at home, and it'll be Slater. They will be at home to play Wellington Napoleon. All right, in the Central Missouri Conference, Rock Bridge 48, Battle uh, 35, uh, Capital City 42, Sedalia 29, Helias 38, Jeff City 21, Grain Valley 52, Hickman 20. Well, the Rockbridge Bruins, uh, with their win tonight, they wrap up at least a tie for the conference championship. Rockbridge at five and five and zero. Oh, uh, Jeff City Elias one game back at four and one. Everybody else has at least two losses. Next week, Battle will travel to Jeff City, Capital City. They finish their conference schedule there at four and two right now. They will be at Truman. It'll be Elias hosting Sedalia Smith Cotton next week, and Hickman they'll be at Rockbridge next Friday night. Friday in eight man Bramer defeated Concordia fifty six to forty eight, Oric defeated Norman fifty to twenty eight, Saint Paul fifty two and uh, North Shelby twenty four, Sweet Springs thirty six, Santa Fe fourteen. And Rockport 56 and Southwest 22. Next week, Bramer will travel to Santa Fe. Concordia will host Keatsville, Brunswick, Northwestern of Minden. <clears throat> it will be Norburn, Hardin Central. They will be at Northwest of Hughesville. Also, uh, next Friday night, North Shelby will travel to Oric. It will be Santa Fe, as we mentioned. They will be at home to play Bramer. Uh, Southwest Livingston will be at Nottaway Holt. 
St. Paul will host Knox County, and Sweet Springs will host Archie. <clears throat> well, Tom, that's about it. Boy, another late night tonight, but a lot of coaches have called us close to 30, so that's a good that's a good evening. Yeah, Joe, was good. Uh, thank you for all the coaches that uh, continue to call in. We look forward to hearing from you next Friday night. And, folks, we hope we enjoyed our special tonight. We, we interviewed, had quotes from both. Gil Rector, the legendary head coach of the Lexington Minutemen for over 30 years, and Stan Key, uh, the longtime close to 30-year coach of the Carrollton Trojans, two of the best to ever do it here in this part of the state. And then we, it was the Coaches Cup tonight at Carrollton. Carrollton beat Lexington, as we said, to win that Coaches Cup. But thanks to Gil and Stan for taking time to chat with us. That's about it for us tonight. Don't forget, back on the air, two more weeks of regular season. Then we start district play. We'll be on the air all the way through districts, weeks 10, 11, and 12. 12 of district play, then we'll call it a season. So we got about five weeks left. So thanks to our crew, Tom. Thanks to you for all your interviews. Also, Chick Miller and uh, Drew Tully, uh, Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Richards. Excuse me, Aaron's getting late. Aaron Richards on the – Rodgers and Richards. It's got to sound almost alike. But, <laughs> but Aaron, Aaron's on the board. Appreciate what you're doing for us. Also, thanks to uh, Donnie King, our phone man, and Savannah Rinke also helped out with the phone tonight. Appreciate that. Got a great crew here, and I appreciate their help. That's it for us tonight. Have a good weekend, a good week, and we will see you next Friday night for another edition of the Curly Fifth Quarter Show. Good night, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, the Curly Country Fifth Quarter Show, hosted by Joe All. Tune in next Friday after the game of the week for highlights and coaches' interviews, the inside scoop on Missouri's high school football. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.